Four, three. Oh, Courtney. Um, hey, everybody. It's the Bonfire. Comedy Central Radio, Series X, 795. This is the quarantine tapes, but guess what? My baby Bubba's in the room today. We're in the room together. We're in kissing distance. <laughs> the bigger <laughs> the booger, the bigger the beat. Well, yeah. we're six feet apart for sure. I know because my dickhead's touching your chest. Oh, like a... A joust, <laughs> an erotic gay joust. Do you, do you remember the? I don't even think they do these anymore. It was such a genre of porn that I never understood. Not to take us in a dirty route out of the no, gate. No, dude, but, let's go right out the gate. But the remember the porns with the fake dicks that were like three feet yes. long. That was uh, early aughts, mid aughts. Yes. It was when the internet wasn't as popular as it is right now. Because now with the internet and the way that everyone's seen porn, it was like that's a fake. That's they were fake, that. and they would shoot like gallons. Yeah, of, it became it was like a Japanese game show. By the end, it, yeah. it, it, it got so out of hand. It, it looked like shot. double dare. There was a couple double dare shots in there. First of all, it was it, it was attached to underwear that they never took off. So like, it's like, well, how come? It, really, at the first day you see it, you're like, no, because they really tried. They put an artist to work on these cocks because they're meant to look. Like some cups. of them look guarish. Look at Guar. <laughs> look at Guar. I'm gonna get. But yeah, the, uh, uh, the overcoming was the was the giveaway where you're like, I, I mean, fountains of the most consistent fluid I've ever King. seen in my life. If you're in porn, could you do the thing that SNL does when they make people throw up out of their sleeve, or you could put it next to your cock and be like, whoa, buddy, I've seen it where the cock you could see it comes out of the wrong part of underneath the dick. <laughs> Like it shoots out like in the side of the dickhead because they're squirting a packet of like you know mayo or something from it. You know we used to do that a lot because you need the for sure fire thing. Was the early early? Uh, remember it was porn DVDs they made and it was a it was a mind blow because your DVD controller you were able to like go. It was the point of view porn. Yeah, but it was like you can go to like overhead doggy style yo they bought cowgirl like, when I got a PlayStation Two. That was the first time I got a DVD player. And I got a porn starring Ashlyn Gear called Night Train. Oh. Shout out to Night Train. Very erotic tale. But uh, it had the different it had the different camera angles on it via the DVD. So I learned yeah. how to navigate that with the PlayStation controller. The cum shots on those, the POV ones. I think the one I saw was Jenna Jameson's. I think if we, if we found hers, you could see that one for sure. The Jenna Jameson one, without a doubt, the cum shoots... Her or Tara Patrick? I've only seen those two. I've seen a Tara Patrick one that I downloaded off Kazaa. But the cum definitely comes out of the wrong side of the bottom of the dick. And it's just because on a porn like that you're shooting, cum shot's going to be everything. Because it's, it's an option for it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like you got to have a real pop. Yeah. So they would really uh, overdo it. Those fake dicks wouldn't do that. But how long of watching those before you have to go, well, how come I never see where this thing connects to the body? How come that area is always completely weirdly covered for some reason? Is it because this two-foot dick isn't real? Also, why are the veins disproportionate? Like, the, the veins are too proportionate to how big the dick is? Yeah, they, those veins. Exactly. It's like everything was, like, bigger size. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are those dragon veins on your dragon cock? Yeah, did you guys... T it was, do you, are you getting Popeye cock? Also, what a rip. If you're a porn dude... I don't know what the pay is on these things, but it was always historically said that the guys didn't make that much money. It was never about that. Yeah. These guys making a ton of money. So part of the sell is that you get the fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah. You get the fuck hot chicks. Then you go there and find out, not only you're not fucking, your dick's going to be in this uncomfortable plastic thing, and you're never going to get anywhere near two feet near a woman's vagina. It's like when Jean-Claude Van Damme got cast in Predator as the Predator, and then he's like, 
I'm not going to wear this suit. <laughs> yeah. And then he never, he didn't do it. He backed <laughs> out. You, of all people, know I should never in my life wear black silk underwear. What a ripoff that must be. Um, it's like finding out you're only doing like a hand job porn as a girl. You're like, wait, I get nothing that's, out of this? That's definitely the McGuire Sosa of the porn age. Was, uh, <laughs> the Bash Brothers? Yeah, that's the Bash Brothers where you're like... Oh, no, the battle. The battle of the home runs. You're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, that's 98 where, they, where they're going after Maris's record. But it's all juiced. It's all on steroids. That's the steroid thing of the fake cot. Like, no, steroids would be the equivalent of Viagra. When you're taking Viagra to get a real rager to put it in a real vagina with your real dick. But that's what they need to do is a 30 for 30 the year Viagra came out. And you don't have to make fake, huge cock porn. I want to know who the Ken Caminetti of uh, porn <laughs> is. <laughs> who just immediately started uh, fucking better than ever and then died in a tragic way. I often think of that. How damaged... Do you think some porn stars are damaged enough that if they do scenes like blow bangs, right? Yeah. Which is just naked girl sucking a bunch of dicks getting covered in cum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I had to summarize. Yeah. Um... How about when you do that? You think when that's over, the, the girls are like, like, hey, now somebody like just come fuck me on this bed for a little bit so, so I can come I or something? Know. Or you think they're just like, all right, my arm's sore, I'm out of here? Yeah. I wonder if it's like a workout, you know? Like, you know, you're going in for a leg day. So it's like, I'm just going to make a bunch of big old snossages pot. Christine, your thoughts on this? Uh, a lady's perspective, if you will, Christine? It, it does seem weird to me to be in a sexual experience. Why are you talking so with a yeah, serious tone? <laughs> this isn't the Spice Channel. I, Why are you? Do feel I think I'm too loud. That's I I'm feel that if these are things that happen in the society, well, they should be mirrored in our pornography. Sensuality can be restrewn. <laughs> Hold on. I'm actually going to go get a mic cover that I have with Dan, me. If I could wipe this yeah. Why a mic cover? Because I'm popping my peas. Oh, I always pop my peas. You pop your poops. You have much better mic technique than I do, and you don't pop your peas as much as I pop my peas. Do I not pop my peas? You don't pop <laughs> I think I have a speech impediment as well. You don't have a speech impediment. I do. My S's get ripped to shit. I have a problem with, like, street, like, share and chair. I right. say street. <laughs> it's a problem that a lot of people have, Christine, and I think if we bring awareness to it through this group that me and you now have, the two sweet women. Is that what I sounded like? Dan, do you know that Christine sometimes worries about herself also having a lisp? <laughs> That's very interesting. It is very interesting. I find that when we talk about interesting things over here on Dan and Jay's Nature Retreat, we Welcome. to Welcome to time. Sensual now, Christine, what are you going to be whipping up for dinner this evening? Also, shout out to everyone out there with a lateral lisp. <laughs> that has to be a fucking tough thing to get over. Who had one recently that we were laughing at, Christine? We saw. I mean, dude, that's the only. That's a thing that you're born with that people just laugh at. Don't they just have fat tongues? What is it? Extreme Love maybe has one? Dude, there's no guy on Extreme Love with a lateral list because I will tell you, ever since Eek the Cat came out, I've been all about lateral list. Is there a love after lockup person? I don't know. Me and Christine watched something and somebody had one. I was like, oh, shit, he's got one. But it was like somebody I feel like... That's a fun thing to fake if you meet someone. Like I think now, but like if I just tell people... Like if I do an interview like this... What's the mechanics? What do you do? Because you, you do both. Yeah, That's the, your gift is to be able to differentiate exactly why I to mock do people it. with. If you like do Russian and Australian, they're going to become one at some point. I, I don't have that go. Yeah, that point. goes for me too, though. There's like... I'm not... I would say I'm like a brown belt in voices in like a... 
or I, the accuracy. I don't have like a Kyle Dunnigan accuracy. Do I have to send you uh, on a quest what? for nothing to find out that you are the master, like the last you, dragon? You are the voice go. master. <laughs> you possess the power of the glue of the voices. Dan starts hitting a, a deep danger field, and I go, uh, "He's glowing. He's glowing. It's it's happening." No, but we lateral. You just, you just put your tongue in the back of your teeth like Which this. Which ones? Which teeth? In the back, your back, your molars. So you hit the back. So if you make this noise, you hit that noise when you're doing your exes. Now the tough, the toughest one is the. Remember the truck driver that That's, we saw. You have to be able to do that kind of whistle. <laughs> your teeth are the reason that works. No, it's all that's all tongue and that's your tongue on the back of your teeth. It's, right, but my. Teeth, but just won't do it that way. Oh yeah, I have a gap. So That's why it comes out. Good. That is fucking fantastic, dude. When you used to do the the truck driver kid. No, oh yeah, they he they came in studio. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, strong arm. That's that was my favorite one on the Family Guy. Yeah, uh, what's Herbert. Name? Herbert. Yeah. Hey, old muscle arms. <laughs> That's crazy. Problem. Get over here. And what's yeah. the other lisp though? There's well the front lisp. That's that's the obvious. That's, that's the cable guy. Yeah, that's a you stupid. Son of but you got to do the you got to do the underbite when you do that one. It's the front lift with the underbite where it goes. So that just met Stephen two weeks ago on an <laughs> routine installation. Feel like I known him my whole life. What's the lie you said yesterday? <laughs> Blow dry my hair. Thought I heard a phone. Oh, uh, talk about it, dude. That is my fa my favorite line. And that is where he goes, you "Got the old McNair place." Surprised they cleaned this place up after what happened. He goes, "What happened?" They had a lot of cats. <laughs> might want to put on your bathing suit to be channel through for the note yeah that's the front lift he goes but, I'm just messing with you I'm just jerking your chain yeah that's uh, it's fun to fake the, those kind of speech impediments the lateral lift is always one that you do at a bar to see if it's like loud and you're like are you guys in line and you're like what <laughs> if you learn if you can learn how to do it that's the most fun to fuck with people yeah, yeah, a chance to do it. yeah cause nobody wants to laugh or... dude it's Automatically funny. This these girls from Nebraska. Well, if, you, if you commit to a thing and all oh, that, the girl yeah. from Nebraska on here, but it might be something about this. If if you commit all night for your friends to some character or voice, yeah, I get it. Revealing to a person ever that you've been for an hour doing a voice can only send them home being like, "Yo, you're fucking psychotic, dude." <laughs> I am so. Like, 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 I don't get. Like, I, I could see that. I could understand and justify them going like. I don't get it, dude. That's I, weird. I just hold on. To you. Why would you do that? Can you grab my phone? My buddy Joey will validate this story. I'm going to call him to validate this okay. story on the show. When I turned 21, and I showed you guys that picture of when I gashed my face open. Uh -huh. Remember that? Yep. So I, 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 uh, I got 14 stitches above my eye, and I had road rash down my whole face. That weekend was this thing called Beer Fest in Fort Collins, Colorado. So shout out beer fest. Shout out beer fest uh, by New Belgium. I think like New Belgium was one of the breweries that did it. It's just all a bunch of beers. My buddies went to CSU. I was 21. I was like, let's go up there. This will be awesome. I have my whole face scabbed over, and we just get bombed. We're just getting drunk. And Joey, my my buddy Joey, we call him El Diablo because when he gets like hammered, he just does like. I like that these are your stories. Your, these are your summer of 69s. Yeah, it is. 
Joey became a junkie for a little while, but now I think he works as a real estate agent. Dude, he was a grifter in Vegas. Jody Dude, he got married. Dude, jo- legitimately. Joey was and his girlfriend won the lotto. They won like a hundred. They won like a million dollar scratch off, and they were just living in hotels. Dude, it's, <laughs> I swear to God, he like showed up at the punch- it by living in hotels. Dude, and he looks like a he looks like a giant uh, it, like caveman now he's got a beard and like long hair i won the lottery dude he's awesome a million dollar scratch off yeah his girlfriend did and he's like she's awesome uh you find a million dollar scratch off you're just like everyone i know will murder me for this this you have to live in a different kind of world where the people would go good for you everyone goes like if you just told that if i think if i told to any one of my friends uh forget being in entertainment now before that in life you just go dude it's got a million dollar scratch off. All my friends are immediately assessing like how many people are around yes. that I can like get this from him and it's mine. Like, yeah. Walk away from this I friendship. Think to, like, keep... Walk away from this friendship and never talk again. I'm fine with it. I think that's why they just like lived on the road. I think they just like were like, just fine. running from people. <laughs> just running from people asking for favors. The rest <laughs> of the family's going, I got a beat on him. Yeah. I got a oh. beat on Joey. It's the fugitive, but them with money. He's like, Oh, we just they got we pinged him in Des Moines. <laughs> Dude, Joey was my buddy that I've told this story before that came over. He would come over to my house in high school and we'd do bong rips before we go to school with the attitude adjustment. Mm-hmm. And then uh, one time on a Tuesday, he, he knew my mom wasn't going to, like, she was fine with drugs or whatever. Is this what you're calling him for? Is this what you're going to call him no, for? No, 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 oh. no. I'm just giving you some backstory okay. on Joey Owens. Okay. Uh, he, um, he came over and he was on mushrooms and it was Tuesday. And he's like, dude... Can I hang out? He's like, I can't go to my house. His mom's boyfriend, his mom, his stepdad's name's Lonnie, and he hated him, and it's always such a great <laughs> stepdad? name. Stepdad? Yeah, stepdad. Lonnie? Yeah, dude, what a oh, great name. God. <laughs> I always thought it was great, because he had a shitty stepdad, too, so I was like, yeah, Lonnie <laughs> is a, oh, you have to respect a Lonnie who's not your dad? And he just went, nah, That's dude. tough. And Joey's got a very, like, fuck you kind of energy, like, he's just got, always got, had that, and uh, he just shows up, and he's like, dude, I'm on mushrooms, can I just chill at your house? And I was like, yeah, I'm sleep we're gonna go to school tomorrow oh uh, yeah you can just sleep on my couch what time is it is. this is like one in the morning oh jesus okay. so i'm like you could sleep on my couch you know like trish is gonna get up in three hours and so she won't wonder why he's there she'll be like owens you know it's like one of those things yeah so he's like all right and then all of a sudden i just hear my front door open i like he like comes in i give him a pillow and a blanket he like is down on my couch and then fucking 30 minutes later, I hear my front screen door shut, my front door close, and I'm like, what the fuck? And he had like a very early version of a cell phone. So I call him from my house phone, and I call his phone, and he's like, yeah, I bugged out, man. I don't know. I'm just walking around your neighborhood. He's like, it feels like a movie studio. It's like <laughs> 2 o'clock in the morning. It's a Tuesday, and this 17-year-old kid's just booming his ass off. I have a, I have another question. I'm very intrigued by your childhood. You're, you and your friends were... But we were like suburban kids. It wasn't where we were like... I, I know, know, but they're well, in the I'm hood just, or anything. Not the hood. No, I understand yeah. suburban kids, but I'm just almost saying like it was suburban though. Like you said, only the one kid had like the holy shit house. Everybody else. Uh, well, like, yeah, there was like there was a really nice neighborhood called Piney Creek. Those were yeah. like those were like the. But nice overall, houses. I lived place, in Mission Viejo, which is like a you know. But we all know pretty much it's a place to bred the Klebold dude and that's Littleton. And, that's uh, West Denver. But you know, oh yeah, that altitude, buddy. But you know what I'm saying. Altitude, <laughs> altitude brain. Yeah, the the voyeur. Yeah, this is a place to breed that. I'm telling you, you're not getting enough oxygen in your brain that high up. She had big boobs. I understand. So why do you my, think my, I am the way? My I am? question, <laughs> what, what struck me there, and I, 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 listening to that story as a listener, 
well, again, almost like when you were like, yeah, and I'd go get more money from my dad and go play Castlevania while him and his friends got bombed at the bar. Yeah, shout out. And Cardinals. I was like, whoa, what, dude? Him and Guy. <laughs> bar kids. Where we got in the bar kids, and we found out yeah. there's, there's plenty in the world. I'm also intrigued by the Joey coming over your house at one in the morning. Can I crash here, crash there? I'm bugging. I'm going to walk around. And you're describing that as a situation where it's like his mother, your phone wasn't ringing all night by his mother looking for him all night and Lonnie asking nah, where he nah, just... No, nah. They like had work in the morning. He just didn't come home that night. And like, would, would your mom's instinct have been to call his parents and say, hey, I by think, the way, he's here? No, I think what it was was he was sleeping at his girlfriend's house and he took the mushrooms and they got into a fight. And that's why he was gone. And he was like, can I crash at your house? Sleeping at the girlfriend's house yeah, in crazy. high school. These are all I, I wasn't allowed to do that shit. I got you, but I'm Dude, saying I wasn't the whole thing bonkers. I wasn't allowed to have girls over when my mom wasn't home. Like It was like that kind of, But I could do drugs. When it I was, was in high school, thing. I didn't have a girlfriend in high school, so I don't know how that would have worked out. However, my girlfriend, who was in high school at the yeah, time, yeah. did live at my house. So I'm not, say, I'm not saying I'm above okay, like garbage. Yeah. I'm just saying, though, it's like... It's all breeding that thing, so it wasn't crazy that he wouldn't call and not come home that night. I don't think so. Because they thought he was at his girlfriend's house, who his girlfriend, I'm going to argue, probably has some questionable parents yeah. herself. <laughs> I Probably. She was a sophomore, too. And we yeah, and her dad. Did she have a dad floating around? I don't know. It was Lonnie. No, dude, Lonnie <laughs> he was fucking was, Lonnie's daughter. Dude, Lonnie's daughter. Dude, I, I think I've, I've known Joey for, fuck, since we were... 14 years old. Still in touch? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He uh, is part of the Facebook group. Oh, he's nice. Camper, he's like, he's my only friend that gives a shit about what I do. That's where, awesome. Where he's like, yeah, man, I'm fucking into it. But so we went to. That's Be- my Glenn. Yeah. We went to Beer Fest. Shout out Beer Fest. And. Beer Fest? Uh, I had this fucking scab on my face. And so Joey and I are like, we, he could, obviously, he could drink. So we were fucking. Something told me. So we were hammered. We were hammered. It's two o'clock, and we're like waiting in line. And I used I would do the Russian accent all the time, just as a joke. This is way before I wrote that joke or whatever. I just do a Russian accent, and I convinced these three people, Joey and I, convinced them that I was a Russian MMA fighter. And this is like two thousand and three, two thousand and four. So MMA is like so first season of the fighter. Bizarre behavior. This is very bizarre. But we just wanted to fuck with them, and they were like, "Dude, let's buy you beers." I was like, "I fight for citizenship." I come over here, you know, if, if I win enough, I bring my family. And they're like, let us buy you beers. And we, like, drank beers. And then at the very end, he goes, you have to say something. I go, hey, dude, I'm from Aurora. <laughs> like that. And the guy was like, huh? And then we were like, Ow. I was so, like, weird and embarrassed. I was like, why did we do that? I was hammered. And I thought it was funny to string them along like that. But then I was like, when I revealed it, I was the, like. The reveal is only setting yourself up for failure. I know. That's that why can't I did go it. good. I half-assed it in a way that Joey was like, nah, man, you should have sat in that more. And I was like, no. I felt Joey's wrong, dude. Yes, Joey Diablo is always wrong. That's what. Yeah, the, the, uh, you can't. You can't come out. You got to commit to it and do. It, and you're doing it for somebody else. By the way, I was doing it for Joey. If you commit to it the whole time and are doing it for nobody and still commit to it and don't let the other person know, you're also a fucking lunatic. It's got to be done. Someone has to be. It was the thing that when they would do it to, to be to be holding in their laughter the whole time. He has a laugh where he's holding it in. His nostrils fucking slap back and forth. They're like like that. Like you know, and you're like yeah. And they would turn around to go buy beers, and he'd be like, Oh my god, they're 
fucking buying it. And I'm like, I know, dude, this we're in too deep. We're in too we're like hammered. I was you like, feel, you're feeling the nerve. I was like, dude, and my whole face is scabbed. Thank you for And then I just started, and then I didn't know if I was fucking up the voice because I was so drunk that I was like, thank you. We leave. And we like walked away and then they ran into us again. And he's like, you got to keep doing it. I was like, fuck, this sucks. And then at the end, he's like, they were, in fairness to them, they were too dumb to realize that was a road rash from a fall and not a yeah. beating from a fight. Yeah, they were like, um, like kind of hippie-ish. They were like, oh, man. Took advantage of fucking hippies. You, that's what it, that's the fucking Denver bully system right there. Yeah. Want to go pretend we're rushing MMA fighters and get some hippies to buy his beers all night? <laughs> yeah, dude. What a Denver night out. I hope you get your citizenship, man. Hey, man. You seem like a pretty good dude. I've danced in drum circles. <laughs> if we can have this land, then you should too, bro. <laughs> yeah, I always felt like a psycho for that one. And then Joey was like, no, nah, man. And then every person I've ever told that story was like, no, you're right. Joey was wrong. Yeah, you can't. That's crazy to do that to come out of it at some point. Yeah. And go, I'm just. Fu- it would. I would feel. Yeah. One of my emotions from a stranger I just met would feel hurt. <laughs> I don't know. That I was hurt. I go. What do you? How do you go? Why would you do it to me? I thought we were having a nice conversation. Well, how long do you think you could fake the lateral lift for before anyone says? I, I don't think I would do anything. Anytime somebody does, it goes, hey, am I talking a British accent all night? I almost be like, no, 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 I'm like, I'm like, don't, no, 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 we're, we're going to be at this restaurant for the next two hours. You're like, don't, please don't do that. Like, Dude, I told I the story when Kirsten, when Kirsten was on about being at that party and they kicked us out and I was like, I didn't hear you. And I faked it. My friends were like, oh shit. My friends started laughing and they're like, oh fuck. And the guy was like, all right, well, you guys should just leave. We're at ASU. And I was like, okay, fine. That's Okay. <laughs> and we left and he was like and that that made me feel bad because I was like oh man no that wouldn't make you feel bad they were booting you out yeah deservedly so just do it oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were like we were vulturing their like booze we were Buddy, like around out back where like all the booze was I, I wish DeRosa or someone else was here for this conversation too because we could probably get some stories Christine I think has one I'm trying to think if I've ever been asked to leave anywhere that's the thing I, I'll tell you what this would be a good one for the crew too unfortunately but we could definitely dick around with it now. Or uh, a very embarrassing ask to leave if you could leave a message. What was that? Can you? F- we'll put the number up for people to leave voicemails, which then we can do another uh, another version of read the translation. Oh, yeah, read translations for it. Have you ever been asked? Like the most embarrassing being asked to leave. It's uh, the Bonfire Google Voice is 929-356-9430. That's 929-356-9430. Nine four three zero. Call that number if you've ever been embarrassingly asked to leave or removed p- or removed. Oh man, I see. You see people get removed all the time. I want to hear from them. Like, what is that? Yeah. Also, I've they realize. So that, also, they realize that they're like fucking. Like, you know what I would love? I'd love a, a, a an email. Remember we said before someone when someone's an asshole in the audience on the yeah. road, we would come back and talk about it. I always say when people compliment our crowds on the road, uh, our comedy crowds. I always go, yeah, well, they're great comedy fans, and also they know if someone fucks up, like, we're going to tear them apart on the radio. Yeah, take them to... So you want to hear about the guy. Remember I told you the guy who was, like, didn't tip the staff at all and was yelling out shit from the show and stuff like that? I was like, oh, what a dick, dude. Well, there, there's, like, people that get too drunk at shows, and then you're sure. like, oh, man, I want to be there. I think the guy in Seattle, I you said that tell when they You when they mean well, though. Yeah, the guy in Seattle that was, like, he was, being, he was super... It was years ago, and he was super drunk. And he was just like over my shoulder as I was signing posters. And I was like, dude, what's up, man? And he's like, I'm I'm sorry. Fuck, man. And he like had been heckling me with bonfire references the whole show. And then I said that. And I think he wrote me like a really nice email. I don't know. I smoke a lot of weed. I don't picture uh, Dan Soder, the adult, the genuine adult. 
living in New York, I'll even say. Yeah. Um, getting removed or asked to leave anywhere, even when at your when you got drunk and hammered here. But something tells me just the company you kept. This isn't shitting on these people because I kept company for sure that I feel like we could have been asked to leave a place. Yeah. Uh, but the company you kept seems like you may have been asked to leave a place. I mean, that party is one right there where they were like, yeah. who's going to go? Oh, well, they were kicking everyone out of the house and we were just like staying, staying too long. <laughs> like, as everyone was leaving, you're saying goodbye to people too. He goes, hey, take care, man. Thanks <laughs> yeah. for coming. Yeah, goes, you don't we live were, here. We were around, Hey, guys, like, appreciate it. Appreciate college the love. parties. You know, they take have some like, of those beers home with you. What are we going to do with them? Dude, we were taking two. It was me, my buddy Dennis, and Johnny, and we were just like standing there drinking. Free. Free, free drinks, because we walked in with our friends Kristen and Lindsay, because they got us in, so we just went to the booze. We didn't know anybody. This was a party at ASU. They went to UNLV. I was up from Tucson. Did you tell the girls from Nebraska thing? Oh, dude, that was a lateral lisp story. The party, we just went to the booze and kept drinking, and then right as we showed up, like 20 minutes later, they're like, all right, party's over. Everyone get out. We're like, fuck this. Keep drinking. Keep drinking. And we were just drinking. and like had Start bartending. Yeah, dude. But we were just right there over the booze, and they're like, you guys need to leave. Could you guys not hear? And it was like upstairs. The guy had to like walk upstairs to see the living room. So he like did that walk upstairs, and he's like, what do you guys not understand about us telling you to leave? And I'm like, I'm sorry. I didn't hear you. And my friends were like, whoa. <laughs> Both Johnny and Dennis had to be like, dude, what are you doing, Zoner? And the guy was like, Oh, sorry, man. You guys got to get out of here. I was like, that's not fine. Sorry. Uh, yeah, no worries. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> that's fucking great. We'll tell you later. Um, but they, when I was in seventh grade, uh, I think that's when my mom and Nick got divorced. And my mom had to like, she was on the road. She worked on the road kind of like a comic, but as an insurance adjuster. Mm -hmm. So she had to like go to all these states. So She's I a hilarious insurance adjuster. Yeah, dude, my mom was, my mom was in the insurance game for fucking goes, years. I think you're going to get a million dollars for this. And they go, really? She goes, come on. God, no. what are you, come you're, on. you're a real dweeb. Come on. No, yeah. you're going to have to pay. She goes, nutshot. Come on. <laughs> he, uh, but I yeah, stayed out of your ass, bro. I stayed around the corner at my buddy Byron's house and these, uh, these, this girl and her best friend from some, podunk ass town in nebraska we're staying this summer at her mom's boyfriend's house and so we were like they were our age we were like 12 byron was good looking uh so they were like talking to byron and i was like talking to the friend and i was like oh this working and her little brother was there and we didn't meet his little brother and then one time we're just hanging out on the street and her little brother rides up on a bike and he goes Hey, what are you guys doing? Like that. And he had the lateral <laughs> lisp. And Byron and I broke in a way that was like, you know, when you can't stop laughing because your friend is laughing, <laughs> and you know you shouldn't be laughing. And I was like, I thought I pissed my pants. That's how hard I laughed. Because that kid just swerves up on a BMX. He goes, what are you guys doing? He's like this little kid. <laughs> We're like, dude, what? Someone talks like that? Shut that was the, the first up, time. Shut we the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. And, I and Byron's got this squealing laugh where he's like, he like when he loses it. I I'm still friends with him to this day. And he has that laugh. Dude, it's so fucking funny. Dude, God, so you talk damn. about uh, friends not being able to control each other but laughing. I forgot because someone posted on the Facebook campers page again. They go, and everyone, I present to you the commercial. Oh, and it dude. was our uh, ring. Yeah. It was our ring doorbell. It's the one I have on my phone, yeah. dude. That's the hardest I he think goes, I might have ever laughed. Yeah, in my he life. goes, let her know that someone's lurking around outside the door. He goes, crisis averted. And I was, just, and I was like, what is this fucking chick? No karate or something? You go, yeah, thank God. you better hope your wife knows Krav McGraw. Uh, yeah, dude, she's just breaking bones like Seagal. <laughs> you go, we're going back and forth. They go, Han, listen. Not gonna be able to get there in time. Just want you to know, there's a pretty dangerous guy lurking around the house. I'm just letting you know. It goes, I got three more frames in this game, and I'm dude. Get I'm bowling a one. There's, that's like, a, I've tried to explain to people like that's why I love this 
when people are like, oh, it's a great job. And you're like, dude, I don't think you understand. Like, I laugh as hard as some of the times I've ever, some of the hardest I've ever laughed in my life. <laughs> dude, Ben, I hit the floor when our, when the camper called in to Ben and Deb's show. I was like, hey, Ben, what's up with the orange? But he, like, dressed it as, like, you know, my approach shots are pretty weak. And they're, like, left to right. And he goes, yeah, well, it's, it's mostly how you stand. He's like, what's up with the orange? <laughs> That's yeah. so funny. He's like, "What do you mean?" He goes, "You see a lot of wearing a lot of orange." Oh goes, my god! Oh, yeah, I think I like orange. Fa- yeah, orange. orange is all right, dude. I someone just sent me a clip from a guy from Tucson being they they uh, texted it at us or tweeted it at us. I'll find it real, so they can get credit. The dude, he got removed from a grocery store because he wouldn't put on a mask. This is what we're talking about, being removed from somewhere. Yeah, that's why this Would is perfect. Would you stand up for your right to not wear a mask so much to make a scene of getting kicked out of a store? Dude, like, when I tell you this guy gets taken out. Do you out. want cereal or do you want to fight? This guy gets picked up by his son. His son picks him up. He's like an older guy. His, his son's, son's like, like, enough. that's enough. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's like, stop, stop, Dad. And he's like, you guys are fucking retards. He just keeps calling he, them he retards. everything bad? Yeah. He's like, you guys fucking suck. I'm not going to wear a mask. I'm downloading Twitter onto my phone. This is what I do for the show. I put it back on my phone. Yeah, thank you. Someone, uh, I, I tweeted this guy, wrote like, hey, man, I've gone to sleep to your special every night for the past three weeks. And I was like, I, uh, bizarre. I quoted it and I was like, I don't know if that's a compliment or if you hate my jokes or whatever. And some guy tweeted at me. He's like, have Jay read this tweet so he can translate for you. I'm like. Oh, it's absolutely a compliment. Yeah. It's 100% a compliment. However, I, you're do, my I, I do understand what you're saying. I would do the same thing, but but as a third party, I'm telling you, it's a complete compliment. However, uh, it, it goes, every it goes, I'm going to sleep to your thing every night this week, and it's just like, hmm, seems like a weird thing to do. But then someone every told me night. that there's a lot of people that go to sleep to this show, because it's a fam- familiarity. Well, if we're going to let Christine keep talking, oh. why would you not go to sleep? Christine's ASMR voice. Uh, we have a letter right here from uh, Janice to Come Kenneth. Ahead. Uh, Janice says, Kenneth, she can't wait for you to come home. She knows it's been a long trip, but home is always waiting for you, and she loves you. And this one's going out to you. It's Nothing Gonna Stop Us Now by Ario Speedwagon. Delilah gives us a cease and assist for this, <laughs> like the way Crash Test Dummies <laughs> set that thing. We get one from Delilah, where Delilah. she's like, hey, uh, you guys biting my shit? Christine, did you find it? I think he put the yeah, bonfire in the tweet. Hey, I'm furious right now. Oh, you fucking oh, cocksuckers. Shit a brick. Hey. Motherfuckers have fucked with the wrong bull. Do I look like a fool? <laughs> What's that, Delilah? Do I look like a motherfucking fool? Because you guys are treating me like one. I'm gonna kick your nuts in. Yeah, Delilah. I want to find. I want to find this guy's video of him getting removed. I wonder if it's on YouTube. I've never been removed from a place in my life. I've been drunkenly asked to like, hey man, you should probably step outside, and that's always like for me. That's, my, that's asking you to go home. In my personality, I'm always like. Oh, I'm sorry. But I was yeah. never like, I deserve to be here. I no, never did no, no, that. No, the aggressive getting kicked out of a bar is bizarre. Always, but I love that too. The fighting to stay in a bar, to stay, they're trying to kick you out and you're trying to stay. Same thing with comedy clubs. Once they say, that's it. Hey, it's time to go. Yeah. If they're kicking somebody out, even if you feel unjustly, even if you feel like you're being unjustly removed, right? Yeah. Specifically, a comedy audience. Yes. Right? You feel like you're unjustly being removed. Just leave. Take it up with the club, whatever. Come back. Go to another club. Frequent a different club. If you're asked to leave and you stay, how is your energy possibly going to be good? How can you go and say, no, fuck off. We're staying and we're watching the fucking comedy show. They're like, sorry, go back to your thing. That's- you go, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're yeah. like Cape Fear. Yeah. That's insane behavior. That's the one I always think about when they're if like. You're there. 
leave because it's not going to get better. When when someone goes, whenever someone goes, like just go back to your act. You're like, no, that's. I don't think you understand that. We can't do that because if there's like a certain place you hit when you're talking to someone, if they're being a dick, where you're like, I can't go back to. That's almost like being dead eyed and just being like, yes, sir, and then being yeah. like returning, being like, so dating is pretty difficult. Yo, has any comic in history? It would be the funniest. I want to do it now. I, my instincts won't ever let me, I'm sure. I want to do it, but I was absolutely been like, sir. He goes, sir, I noticed you're talking over there a lot. Like, uh, what's going on? Is this your wife with you here? He goes, just do your fucking act. And they go, okay. Um, he goes, you guys notice <laughs> yeah. the delis in New York always have a... Like, 100%, I think just they're... Turn, just take the shot and turn. He goes, do your fucking act. He goes, okay. He goes, my mom <laughs> came to visit me about three months ago, and I'll tell you what, I do not miss living with that lady. And yeah. back into your material. 100% someone's done that. Really? Where they're like, accepted it? Yeah, where they go like, hey, guys, guys, can you quiet down? You're kind of ruining the show. They go, go fuck yourself. Go back to your act. I don't know if you guys have been watching the news, but uh, there's been a lot of a lot of stuff about the president not being on Mount Rushmore. Meanwhile, their mind trying to think of something funny to say, and as that always comes out, he goes, "Dude, I'm not talking about the president. This fucking cunt probably knows what yeah. I'm talking about." You're hey, like, no, 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 you got to find the medium. Yeah, stop. You go, this fucking idiot that won't listen to me. The guy's like, "What, dude? This is it. This is the confrontation." That is such that is such a good like dad shut up. Dad shut up. When he's like, it ain't even real and you go, that's the angle you're taking, Dad? It's just I just don't understand and I and I'll say this isn't a deviation at all, but just the people that say it goes, it's not real. It goes, sure, but just put on a mask in the store. It goes, that's great. It's like in your mind, you don't have to worry about ever getting it, but it's just like it's just sort of the rule now. Yeah, I mean like it's like it's like arguing. It's like a, it's like why well, can't I not wear a shirt in this Italian restaurant? Yeah, or it's the seatbelt. I don't. I'm fine. I'm a good driver. I don't need to wear a seatbelt. Sure, you fucking slam into someone. That's bullshit. I thought though. Let me tell you, dude. This guy's desert thick. He's uh he'd be a problem. Yeah. I, I mean, legitimately, you get into a fight with this guy. I think like he's it's just that's the fight I want to watch. So those are my favorite fights online too, is guys that are wearing wraparound sunglasses on top of uh, basically Mike Fenoyas, a bunch yeah. of Mike Fenoyas, like wrap around Oakleys on like a not a baseball hat but like a hat. Yes. Yeah. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. Like, like, it's you call it a baseball cap. With you know what I mean? Bill? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And like you know, uh, like sort of tightest shorts and a beer gut. And those guys, dude, fighting are the best because they always have the meatiest, hardest, short-range punches. <laughs> they just basically, they just smash bellies and tits, <laughs> and they grab each other by the shoulders, they fall on the floor, and then it's just whoever gets the most, like, yeah, yeah, the punch, and it's, and it's just like the meatiest, like, yeah, it's just all, it's because you hear that, like. Yeah, that's all. It's, they also have, and they have big fucking. Hand, they know how to change their own brakes. Still, those dudes. Yeah, they got calluses, and they're just like, you son of a bitch. Yeah, just fucking coach bodies. You're a dwarf. Look at you, you giant fucking dwarf. What are you gonna do? Come outside. Come outside. 
<laughs> picks him up. That's funny is to get kicked out of a place and call everyone in there losers. Yeah, you yeah. Kicked out and you go, you guys are losers. It's like, dude, uh, your son's that's, lifting you like a toddler. That's my girl's story. Remember? You guys are all gay. <laughs> he just walks out. That's yeah. my favorite. Yeah. Yeah, bouncer, man. The story bouncers can tell of just oh. eating shit. Forget the fight stories. Like, you're hired probably because you're can handle yourself and Dude, what Calvin it's the people probably... you have to just eat shit when someone goes fuck you and fuck your mama I'm leaving and you have to just go <laughs> you gotta let him leave what I love is uh, Calvin one time this drunk guy at the cellar was just like fucking talking throughout my set it was like a Friday night you know and uh, finally he was like billions and I was like what what about billions? What do you want to talk about? And he's like, billions. I'm like, yes, to show him off. Do you want me to do it? You want me to do a scene from it? Is that what you want? It'd be pretty boring. He's like, fuck you. Then I like, I made fun of him. I was like, fuck you, dude. And then I, I kept him in the audience and didn't kick him out or whatever. And Cal, like I saw Calvin and I was like, I got him. I got him. And I made fun of him or whatever. And then the next, uh, whoever was emceeing went on and he just kept yelling. So then they kicked him out. And this guy's like giving Calvin and the whole security staff like a bunch like fuck you I make so much money on Wall Street you guys are fucking pussies like you guys suck I'm at the table I'm upstairs at the table about to eat wings and Calvin it's winter and Calvin comes up and he goes yo Sutter I got that guy outside if you want to fight him and I was like I just grabbed my jacket and Esty was like no 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 and I had my jacket and Liz got in front of me she's like don't go outside don't fight that guy I'm like come on this is getting this is great this is a this guy's a tomato can. <laughs> and Esty was like, if you go outside, you're not going to work here anymore. And I was like, ooh. And I, you know, and Keith is there like, you fucking pussy. Bobby goes, hey, you're not going to do anything. And Bobby was there. He's like, you're not going to fucking do anything. You're all ramped up. You're all blotchy. He kept calling me blotchy. He's like, <laughs> I know you're mad because you're blotchy. But that guy, I go outside. This is, I think when I was still smoking cigarettes. I mean, I'm just saying a guy who really wants some friction there, Dan, would have been like, no, I don't know. I'm going to get in that. I'm, I'm going to go to the bathroom. And just been like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. Yeah, and then, yeah it snuck and out. went out. Yeah. You announced it so they would stop you. No, I got you. my coat and got up. I know, but you made a scene so they would stop you. Yeah. I got to stop you. I grabbed Esty's hand my and I got fa- you. My favorite it. thing is after fact making people. I would do that when I'm fucking around with you doing. Yeah. Is what I used to do to Calvin all the time. It was so funny. I still do it with Big Daddy and Mel. Yeah. See. It's the, the, these are all the bouncers from the uh, door guys from the cellar locations. And it's my favorite. Like whenever someone like goes and they're like, fuck you guys, man, I'm out of here. And, and you see those guys going, all right, man, keep moving. And I go, guys, like, I love you guys so much. You go, especially because like, it's really cool to you guys uh, are able to handle it like that because I'm so happy that guy walked away. He would have beat the shit out of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm just like happy that it went the way it's supposed to go. You guys are supposed to get him yeah. out and cool the situation down. You're coolers. You're not here to make any friction because that guy probably... I'll be honest, I love both of you, and I know you both have families, and I, I want to see you go home, though. And that, that guy had bad intentions. He would have fucked your life. He would have fucked your They shit can't up. help. After a while, they have to go. It's like, that guy was a pussy, dude. Could have fucked that guy up. I go, oh, no, 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 I don't think so. I saw That's that. always... That guy, that guy had rage in his eyes that you wouldn't understand. That, uh, I remember... I mean, remember when we were watching the Eagles game and Shane got you with Chris Collinsworth? Like, Collinsworth would tune you up, Jay. Yeah. I mean, Shane got, Shane got me and Lewis to play Mercy yeah. on a street. That thing, when I was a kid, my friends would always do it with Little Bow Wow. They'd be like, dude, Little Bow Wow yeah, yeah, fuck your shit before. up. And I'd be like, dude, shut up. And then after a while, you're like, guys, uh, he's like, he's 13. Uh, I'd fuck him up. I'm I know, and you go, like, by the way, like, None of you guys really think that I could fuck. Dude, that's such that's such a sentence. You or say. you say that I, I know he goes. He goes. No, I'm just joking. Around. He goes. These guys always joke with me and say that like they're joking with me when they say the bow wow thing, and they go, 
No, we're actually we're not joking about that. Actually, <laughs> that's such a that's such a thing you bring up while you're playing video games. You know, where you have to look at them. You go, I mean, seriously, I know you guys are joking and everything. And they're like, no, little power would fuck your shit up, like, guys. But then to get, get me you're mad, you're pissed off about it. It's stupid. But then when you actually do get mad and you're like, I'm giving them what they want. When you're like, oh, fuck your shit up. Yeah, yeah, it's like, what are you, a pussy? But that's yeah. the best to do to the bouncers always because it's just yeah. too late and there's nothing they could do. And I I know they could beat the shit out of my I don't think I actually, out. I probably would just would have gone out there and got, you know what I mean? I don't think I would have beat I his ass. have, in my lifetime for sure, made it uh, a scene knowing that it's not going to happen yeah. for sure. But if I've wanted it to happen, I, and by the way, you didn't make a scene. I, I am joking. Uh, you grabbed your coat. No, I mean, but if, I, you honestly, grab your, if you grab your coat and run, I mean... Uh, Look, a guy who wanted some fucking yeah. a guy who wanted some steam probably would have left the jacket and went out there. Who put right. the jacket on to fight? But yeah. I, I'm not you know gonna make what? that a whole thing. I honestly might have grabbed the jacket as the <laughs> someone get me out of this situation. <laughs> grabbing a jacket, I just realized you saying, "Let me get less comfortable for this fight." Would have been even better if I came back for the jacket. Where I go, I'm gonna fight him, and then I leave, and then I come back, and I go, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna grab my jacket." I legitimately didn't. I, I was going to punch Todd Lim, but I legitimately did not want it to get there. But like when I was like when he just kept talking, I was like, let's just go around the corner. Yeah. I go I go, meet me on the corner in two minutes when everybody goes back inside. And uh and he, and he didn't and like uh that and like I came outside of a comedy club a handful of times. I had one thing happen in a club at CB's. We had the big bench club. I remember that. I ran into you guys right after that happened. Yeah, yeah. When they and were arresting the guys show. outside. Yeah. I can't believe those guys got. You know, it's funny. Those guys didn't get arrested for this sit inside the club. They got arrested for fighting outside each other. That's crazy. Because they were mad that me and Lewis uh, went at them because the one guy was running his mouth so much. So like, uh, but I've had things like that. But I've gone outside legitimately. Like I wanted to go fight the person, and I followed a guy to the deli from the comic strip. And that was a thing where they were like, "Stop, stop, stop! Don't go! Don't go! Don't go!" And I was like, "I'm cool. I'm cool." And I just waited like five minutes, and I was like. Yeah, I'm going to go get like a soda from the deli. You know, they have flat soda and all those things. Like, oh, I'm going to go get a soda from the deli. I just like went and like, I didn't get far out of the club before they realized they were like, I think it was Gil and they were like, oh, they did, I, he's going. Like, and, I, and when they came out, I was jogging to the deli and I went and I pushed the guy through the, the hostess ding dong display oh. thing and the thing. And like, uh, you're getting up and smashing a fucking uh, uh, a Twinkie. I, while you're trying to get up, or a cupcakes, <laughs> yeah, the mushing, two cupcakes, mushing cream-filled pastries. And you're like, ah, I crushed a snowball. God but, damn but it! But if I've ever been in a situation where I go outside, I'm like, oh, this guy's probably. Because here's the thing: I'm generally not that angry because I'm beating the people usually verbally inside. Well, that's the reason I was like, when I got up and grabbed my jacket, I was like, if I if if he would have embarrassed me and I would have been mad, I was also just going to go to the stoop. I was just going to go right outside and be like. But even just that, but your thing is, that you said about the guy being like a tomato can. There's something to that too. If you're like. Hey, look, this guy was a cunt. I did already beat him with words. Now, if he's going to come at me, like, physically, like, this guy I could handle. Yeah. But if there's a thing where you're beating a guy, and there's a guy outside where it's like, it could be a, an act. If they were like, if they were like this guy's going to wait out for you with, like, a pipe outside, or it seems like a guy that would do that, I'm like, uh, I'm like, no, 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 like, make sure he's gone before I go out. <laughs> yeah. There was a guy in Nashville that was, like, lingering. Uh, he, he, I think I told you, he came into the green room and said he was friends with... Uh, He's like, I'm part of the crew. And he was with, like, uh, Laura, Nate's wife and her friends. He just came, and they thought he was a friend of mine. Uh, I thought he was with them. And he was just hanging. He was just a fan who just came backstage after the show. And was was like, he? Oh, he was threatening Lucy. to fight you. It wasn't anything that, no, but he got weird. And then they were asking him, not letting him back in. Then he was, like, hiding outside. They saw him at one point. He was doing really disturbing shit, for sure. And I was like, 
this wasn't a guy that seemed necessarily he wasn't scary looking to fight yeah necessarily but one it's not my job in that situation and two it was also like uh it was seemingly more sinister than that so that's when i was like you know we had to basically go it's like hey, do you have a twirly mu- do you have a twirly mustache but we had a more of yeah but we had more of like a, is that dude gone yeah do you know what i'm saying it's like yeah, that, guy's, yeah, that, I don't can, know that guy's weird move is like, yeah people um like leaving a place, you're like, what's outside? Who's waiting to get me with a tripwire? Right. Oh yeah. If you get into a real thing with a guy, for sure. Yeah, I've seen I've seen that. other comics get into audience it with uh, audience members, and the audience member like waits around outside. I remember one time a guy I've was gone out with real intention to fight, and I've gone out many times with like, this is never gonna come to a fight, so I'm just gonna embarrass this guy more outside. We're trying to think who the comic was that went on, and this guy. Jeff Leach got into an actual knockdown drag out. Yeah, I heard that story, but I, I think it might have been Jeff Die might have called a lady a cunt or something. Maybe he didn't do maybe it wasn't Jeff Die. Someone did that and the boyfriend was across the street. Just name any other handsome comic. Yeah, I go. That you just keep saying goes like just make him look bad. He goes, I think Jeff Die says something it was anti black and then he called a woman a cunt. But uh whatever. Anyways. Oh, no, whatever. I think Gary Goldman's actually got I think, I think Julian McCullough said that <laughs> taking down all the hot boys. Yeah. <laughs> taking down all the hot boys. Yeah, it was. Uh, I just remember whoever said it was like inside. It was like, I'm not going outside. And this dude was just fucking screaming across the street. He's like, I'll fucking kill you. And you're like, yeah, don't go outside. That's not. You shouldn't go outside. There's a, there's a kitchen here. They yeah. can make you food. Um, but I'd be worried if you came outside. He was just like lurking. The lurking is more scarier than the screaming. Yeah. Yeah, 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 no, a guy just going like, where at you, you're like, okay, well, I know what the situation we're going to be dealing with is here. Yeah. You have no fucking idea. None. When it's just like some people are like, hey, remember that little spindly guy that was in here? He goes, I think I see his eyes in that tree. <laughs> like, well, I don't want to go <laughs> Oh, there. God, he's going to hop no, down. No, I'm okay. I'm not going to go out there at all. I heard him run. He's a scurrier. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, fuck. I see he's foraging up there. Yeah, dude, that is fucking terrifying. Yeah, it, cre- uh, creepy is always worse than uh, alpha. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, unless it's like, unless your alpha is like the Pantera guy. <laughs> the fucking, yeah. Well, not Pantera, but uh, Dimebag Daryl, the guy that got him. What a weird, dude, when people, did, that's one of the few things that was actually done in fanship. What, him killing Dimebag Daryl? Yes, it was because Dimebag was like, he, he blamed that that's the reason that Pantera is never going to get back together. Because Dimebag hated Phil and Samo. It was, it was like a lunatic Marine. And then, uh, and what other one? Uh, the the guy who shot Reagan was doing it for the character Jodie Foster played in Taxi Driver. Jesus, um, didn't fucking the guy didn't that chubby dude who shot Lennon say he did it for something? Yeah, you got to look that up. Assassination. Jade. Jade. It was for Catcher in the. It was reading Catcher in the Rye. Told me to do Salinger? it or something. Oh, I don't know. I don't well, know if it was the director or, or if the guy who wrote the book, the director, the uh, author of the book, or. The, you know what I I don't read and I really think that shows through sometimes. No, but I think I think uh, what's really funny is killing somebody to make something where you're like, well, you need that person, you know? Yeah, oh yeah. They're like, I killed him, and you're like, well, now the thing can't happen, and everyone's sad, and they're like, shit. Mm, that's true. I guess ah, I could never I have think a reunion that's now. True. But it's uh yeah the the, the, the Jodie Foster one's ridiculous. This is for you Jodie Foster. This is a random like yeah. Jodie Foster. Uh, <laughs> I love you. Just yeah, a great actress. This is for Glenn Close. This is hey, this is all for you, Catherine Heigl. Uh, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> just doing it now. Jessica Alba. I killed for you. <laughs> just ones that are gone now. Dana Delaney. Yeah. Turner Beach. Jennifer Love Hewitt. <laughs> 
Uh, okay, so this is, yeah, Mark David Chapman. Mark David Chapman. Uh, bu- 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 yeah, Chapman remained at the scene. Oh, Jesus Christ. He remained at the scene reading J.D. Salinger's The Catcher in the Rye until he was arrested. He planned to cite the novel as his manifesto. What's right. Catcher in the Rye about? Fucking shooting. Loss of innocence. What? Loss of innocence. Shoot, I thought it was about shooting John Lennon, which I was going to be like, that's a little too on the nose. Christine just read like whatever the thing is in quotes, a story about a loss of innocence. What's it about, Christine? There's a character. That There's a microphone in front of you, and stop talking like you're doing a book of the month club. You're talking to us. What's ha- what's wrong with you I today? Can't, I don't know. What, what's, I'm like, what are you I've read it. For? I read it a couple times. It's like a guy I know that he at one point he's in a hotel with a hooker, and he's like all about the kids. He like wants to save all the children. All right, you from, read the like, clip. <laughs> I'm not arguing that. I'm not arguing I that. You know, it's funny. Like, I've uh, never read it, but I that is. I want to know why is your energy today? Goes, the, hold on. It's a book Jay, uh, the wait. loss of innocence. Jay, ask yeah, that's me. That's what it's about. That's what's about. Jay, ask me what Catcher in the Rye is about. And I'm gonna what's read, Catcher in the Rye I'm going to read it off Wikipedia and see if I can make, explain, it, sound good? make it sound better than Christine for what's, my book report. What's Catcher in the Rye it's about? It's bon, Bonfire Book Report, on the spot book report. Daniel. Uh, Catcher in the Rye is uh, a book that's actually by J.D. Salinger, and it came out in 1945. Yeah, you're already slipping, dude. Uh, <laughs> By the way, I would have known you were... I no, dude, it's a, it's buddy, about 17-year-old Holden Caulfield. He lives in an unspecified institution in California. It's Holden Caulfield. Uh, damn it! It's Caulfield. After World War II, his discharge... Well, dude, we all read it different. And then after his discharge, within a month, he intends to go live with his brother, DB, who's an <laughs> author and a war veteran. Can I tell you where he lost me? Yeah. As a teacher, I'll tell you where he lost me. When you go, this is a book, it's actually by J.D. Salinger. <laughs> <laughs> that was the very first line. That, you know, a lot of people don't know this, but it's actually, this is actually by J- Now, I know the book says by J.D. Salinger, but it's actually by him. Oh, dude, doing on-the-spot book reports? We should make everyone do that. I, you would everyone... think I've never read a book in my life. Oh. I, can't re- I can't report on anything I've uh, read or seen. I, I remember my like lecturer did That's, not like it. I don't read books because I have no retention of information in reading. I don't read things and retain the info. So... I but, don't. It's, it's, no, it's, it's, we're reading comprehension. Uh, so that's what always my problem was. I can go back easily and find the answers, scanning for words and everything, and, and make that sound good. I was able to bullshit well. That's why I didn't fail grades and stuff. Because like, But I never... I've read, I think, under 25 books front to back. Really? And do you not like reading? No. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't like it. I, I, and when, and I'll say what I, what's funny is I started I really, liking it more when I moved to New York because I would do it on the subway. What's funny how I really enjoyed it, uh, started enjoying it, was when I found something I did want to read as yeah. an adult, reading on a plane. That's great. It was so great. But I but those books I read, I read all three Artie Lang books. Are like yeah. uh, In the 25 books I read in my life, three of them are written by Artie Lang. Well, Lou, it's funny. Re- that's a really funny. Cue up reading Rainbow because there's other books by Marilyn Manson and Guy Fieri. Well, I did read Marilyn Manson's book. Reading Rainbow. I read Marilyn Manson's book. Yeah. I read autobiography of Malcolm X. Autobiography. All right. Look at that. And you, I mean, that was for school, but I read it. I I enjoyed that. I thought I found it interesting when I read it, so I kept going. I read American Psycho. I read. Jim Morrison. No one here gets out alive. Did you like? Do you like biography? Yeah. Do you like biographies? More than I, I don't 
care about a, fi- a fictional story in book. I've never cared. I read what the if Shining. It was a, read what the Shining. Didn't care. Read Pet Cemetery. Didn't care. Think the movies. Yeah, but you already saw those whole, movies. And the, and that's the whole. I know, but everyone says the books are better. Well, the the books. Oftentimes, people say that when they've read the book, they have it in their mind what it is, and then yeah, they see the movie yeah. and they're like, "That's not." When I when the boys came out, even though it's a comic book, when the bo- which season two is coming out September first, fourth. Oh, I thought it was the first. Damn, well, whatever. Fourth. Um, Big day, September 4th. I think Avengers is coming out on, on PS4. I'm going to have to get my UFC training in for our Bonfire Kumite. But I loved the boys, and I was like, it's not going to be as good. And you have to realize that it's never going to be as good as when you read it. Because right. you have your idea of what it is. And then they make it, and you're like, so what you should hope for is that it gets somewhat close to what you thought it was. Right. Because if it gets somewhat close, that's why I hate all like the comic book movies, is because it's such a cottage industry right now. Well, not a cottage industry, it's a fucking massive industry where they're just like, hey, you're make billions of dollars off all these stories. When I remember being a kid, I'd be like, remember how... I remember thinking it'd be so cool if they did an Iron Man movie. And then they cast Robert Downey Jr. And you're like, they're doing it right. Yeah. And that was like the joy of it. Because there had been done so many wrong. But now we always look to they're see They're like, taking some... The Marvel Universe is off the rails. I don't think I'm excited for the next 11 movies they have planned in their phase. I don't even know who these people are. Like, movies will be like, you know, the dark storm and so and so. I don't know any of these people are. Well, now you're getting... Like, the, can like, we just kind of keep it to... Superman, Batman. Well, now you're getting. Well, they're rebooting everything. They reboot everything every time where they go. Is this a good Superman movie? Go. It was all right. They go. Well, there's another one coming out with a different Superman. We're rebooting it. We're reboot. 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 Can you imagine if we just kept rebooting the bonfire? Like reboot it. Bonfire rebooted. Bonfire rebooted. We should have a whole different cast one time. Is this is Bonfire rebooted? Yeah, it's like Lewis and fucking uh, Shane. And no, it's here's like, what we should do. How's your reboot? When we go back in studio, we have a, a reboot week. Yeah, we have uh, just uh, Jacob and and DJ Lou be the people who talk on mic. Yeah, and uh, Black Lou will do uh, the we'll board. Run the board, yeah, we'll run the board. I'll take calls, and, and you I'll can just do be Christine. Yeah, <laughs> and Christine, you're fired. Yeah, I, uh, reboot. Wait, a reboot. Oh, we should do it, dude. That's why I love that episode of Always Sunny where they did an all female reboot to the yeah, Wayne yeah, Boggs yeah. episode. We should do that. We should do an all female reboot of Bonfire, and, and then just, just one guy. One guy is Christine's, and they're <laughs> like, "Shut up, you idiot!" And he's like, "I don't know. Just sometimes I feel like." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, it'd be great to do a Derek. Female. Go up. Shut up. The other Love. up. God damn it! You know, me and Christine's one of our big sticking points in our relationship is that we both see up and down as different things on a computer. Mm-hmm. It's a major actual problem. It's off work and everything else. What? Yeah. On a phone or computer, she thinks, uh, or I would describe it, she thinks up is down and down is up. <laughs> Wait, what? Jay has his, you know when you like, when you're scrolling on your phone, when you swipe up, it yeah. actually takes you down the page. Yeah. He has it where like his, oh, can like. He has it inverted. Yeah. And it like I to the point where it's hard for me to you work on your, his computer. Do you, you like, change you know, your control? You like, I get what you mean. You when you do that, up, you're like, whoa. You want your thumb going up to go uh, up the page? Yeah, because it's like a it's like you're spinning something is how it's supposed no, to. No, I go down. No, I go doing. down the page. I go down. I swipe. Oh wait, no. When I swipe up, I go down the page. I'd have to get my laptop. Yeah. This is confusing. I swipe up. Yeah. To go like up the page and down to go down oh, the page. Weird. Do you it, change your controls on video games all the time? Inverted? Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes. Yeah, like when you're doing like third person in the way they... Or if you're doing first person... I don't like to push up to look up. 
Okay. I don't. All right. I don't like to push up. Yeah. And that's inverted, I think, right? Yeah, all right. Yeah. And that's so. what I do with my phone. Yeah. So but that's that, if you wonder why that there's even a shirt. Open made. your phone. Let me see your phone. I want to see if your, what your phone means. Your phone's normal. No. Because, like, look. All right. So when I do my 21 Jump Street notes, right? I mean, you do the same thing. I can already tell it's the same thing. I can already tell it's the same thing. Look, it's, uh, yeah. Go songs. Hit songs. Where is that? But that's how mine is. This is like old people technology stuff where people are like... No, but you're doing it right there. Oh, yeah. All right. Jay and I are the same. Yeah, you guys are the same. What yeah, we're about? the same on that. It's the computer. You can The controls are different. Yeah, the, the swipe on the The computer on the Mac controls is, like the iPhone. You have your computer doing something wacky. Wacky, weird, and wild stuff. You're right. Maybe I go up for up and down for down. It's bizarre. Well, let's, let's take a break. Let's take our first break, and we'll come back. Try to figure out what's up and what's down. Yeah. We'll figure out what the hell's going on around here. <laughs> what the hell is going on around here? <laughs> We're going to figure that out. And also, we might do another round of on-the-spot book reports. <laughs> it's the bonfire. Quarantine. Pop, pop. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the bonfire. Quarantine tapes. Comedy Central Radio Series XM 95. Big Jokerson, Dan Soder. Howdy. Christine Evans here. We're all we're kicking it. We can, we can be a little on break the fourth wall. How long do we do the first one? We're socially distanced. Oh, sick, dog. So let's go to 530. It's been a fun day here. So Dude, an in-person in show just feels like a weird conversation. That's why we get reflective, because we don't have our computers to go to s sweet videos. Little kissy fur. Videos. Um, last night, you know, with the pull the curtain here, too, it's, uh, we're recording this on a Tuesday. It's coming out on Wednesday, but Legion of Skanks this week was a wild one, for sure. Uh, well, you know, the presidential election, August 24th, President of Legion of Skanks. You can go, if uh, if you're registered, go vote now for Ari Shafir and Shane Gillis. Or you could vote for J Big J. Ogerson, Louis J. Gomez, and Dave Smith. We have a ticket of Ari Shafir, Shane Gillis, and Doug Stanhope. I think if you want more Jay on the bonfire, you go vote for them. Louis <laughs> went. Milo Yiannopoulos. <laughs> yeah. Lewis went the, the full circle. But you were telling me, after Skanks recorded, Ari brought up... So he told me something. Without giving names here, because honest to God, this isn't even a... This is a dig on the... Kind of get more, more getting my eyes open to like what the fuck is happening here and the simple breakdown and communication of all this horse shit. You know what I mean? And it was... Uh, there was a guy... Who, like, you know, whatever, through the telephone, uh, people found out that he, uh, one of the guys who was threatening to throw milkshakes and shit at, at Legion of Skanks when Milo was going to come on. Yeah, at the Creek in the Cave. Um, was this kid uh, that he had made, we found out that he, and Lewis has had uh, some things with him, back and forths and stuff. He apparently comes at Legion of Skanks a bunch and says whatever, would hate group or whatever horse shit they say about us. So, yeah. That's obviously not true. It's um, it's such a fucking well, before before we get into the story about him, but it's such a microcosm or or not a microcosm. That's probably the incorrect word. It's just funny how it re is so reflective of like middle school when I was always with the kids that were being funny that were like smoking cigarettes and saying like fucked up shit to be funny, and it's weird that you gravitate to them in real life, and then the kids that told on us become adults <laughs> too. It's weird that they. They grow up, too. But they grow up the same way that they were as a kid, where they're like, 
um, teacher, Dan Soder just called me a cum donkey. And you're like, it strikes yes. me as odd that that person uh, becomes a comedian. It really does. That's what the issue we're dealing with now is the people that are like almost be almost get into the entertainment to be protesters or not to be protesters, but to to self congratulate. Like I, I think that can't be the initial no uh, motivation for it. But it's where you it's where Maybe. like I said before. Listen, these social justice warriors whatever they should be called or whatever. I don't think, I don't even know if they're where, where their hearts, say their hearts in the wrong places or right place. I think it's that they, I said, I think it's as simple as this is a group of people that they had a great hang with once. Whatever that means. Sure. It's a proverbial hang. I'm just like, they just liked the response they got online from even, saying this thing even or supporting first, this thing, whatever it is. Just, um, just so we don't get too far away from the topic. The point being is, some people find themselves in a group where they think comedy is dangerous, which is as corny to me as the comedians in the 80s and 90s. I think it's cool when other people say it. No, it's when you're doing it in a self-congratulatory way. That's what sure, I mean. You're sure, right. Yeah. When other people say it's fine. I'm talking about when you do a headshot with caution tape around your mouth. Yes, it shouldn't be dangerous, but it's like it, we, we get made. The thing is, we get made cooler we're dorks, dude. Yeah. We get made cooler by the going, like, you guys are willing to say the thing is, I'm just saying a funny, goofy yeah. thing, like, at the end of the day. Even if I'm making a point, I promise you, if you go, I don't agree with that point, I go, did you laugh at the the way I said the thing about the cock in the end? And it goes, yeah, that did make me laugh. This, I, go, I don't care if you can believe my point. This is kind of similar to, like, what we talk about with day evil, but it's like, Ozzy Osbourne's a dork. He's just a British dork. Yeah. He's like, oh, I didn't really want to work down at the factory, so I wrote spooky songs. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, no, spooky, man. He's like, oh, I bit a bat. You know, there's a guy in China that's like, yeah, so did I, and I shut down the world. You got a you gotta deal at Columbia. Shut up. <laughs> I fucking did it for a snack. You did it as a, as a prop. But it's true. It's like, it's that, all that evil of like Ozzy Osbourne. When I was growing up and someone was like, Iron Maiden. I was like, oh my God, they're like evil. And then you grow up and you're like, oh, they're just a bunch of old men that are good at music. To my ex-wife, uh, one of the ones she had was her mom. It's just how specific the band is makes me laugh that Def Leppard was like Satan music. So funny. That's so funny. Hit me like a bomb, baby, I'm gonna get it on. Live like a little. Completely sexual. They are the devil. But I mean, dude, and that's that just comes from being like uh, sheltered in a weird way or conservative in a weird way. Sure. Where it's like you actually believe, and this is actually a conversation I think we might have had or I might have had it. I don't know. I've been smoking a lot of weed in quarantine. But uh, the, we had the conversation that villains didn't really become good like, or they became popular when you started seeing that villains were normal people that made different decisions. Right. With like the anti-hero, like Tony Soprano, Walter sure. White, all that shit coming around made people be like, oh, maybe the villains are kind of cool. And it's like not the corny 80s where it's like, I'm the good guy. I stand up for justice. And rights. it's like, well, everyone should stand up for their own form of justice. Sure. What the fuck are you talking about? But when no one can get that, just get it, man. <laughs> Why don't you just get it? But then it's weird when you take that energy and you don't get it and you come into comedy and you don't get that a lot of it is a work. It's like a video came out of um, uh, Adam Cole, the NXT, former NXT champ. He's a professional wrestler. He's awesome. He went on um, Pat McAfee's show. And they've had this like back and forth. Indianapolis? In Indianapolis, yeah. 
And Adam Cole blew up on him. And Pat McAfee was like, yeah, you're, you're small, dude. Like, no one cares how you wrestle. You're small. And all these people on Twitter were like, watch this fight. And you're like, it's a work. They know each other. They're working. Like, so that's why with Skanks, when someone's like, Lewis is a racist. And you're like, he's working you. Yes. It's a fucking work, dude. It is a work. It's 100% a comedic work. Sure. So fucking know that. That brings us... That's a very long and... Yes. Uh, way of me telling of bringing it back to the story of this guy outed himself well well what happened was it, it just got discovered somehow it made its way to the legion of skanks subreddit well lewis was on twitch you could actually watch his before reaction. that oh, before okay. that lewis saw that they were saying something about it on legion of skanks subreddit yeah then lewis was on twitch and somebody had said to him uh there's a video of this dude there's a video of this dude like and it's like a porno and he's uh, jerking off on a cookie and eating it while two girls call him names, I guess. Now, let me tell everyone that as, as someone that's not on Legion of Skanks, but is a, uh, by proxy, you know, um, also a big donor in the uh, Legion of <laughs> the Super Skanks election. Um, he's at this point, he's an enemy of Lewis's, therefore he's an enemy of the state. He just, he talks shit about Legion of Skanks, so he is like... But he's also but even which, I like I, I just, he's, he's so out of my scope of vision. But I don't know if I've ever met him. I honestly don't remember. But I do know that he, we have mutual friends. He and I have mutual friends. Uh, Nick Mullen, a couple other people that I've or I think Nick and him used to be friends. Uh, yeah, there's no way. Yeah, it's Nick uh, and I'm happening. And I'm friends with Nick now. But I, I've never I don't know this guy. Point being, he kind of outed himself for this video because Lewis, well, you, well, you, oh, yeah, don't, yeah. don't jump ahead yet either because uh, Lewis saw it on the subreddit and then when he was on Twitch somebody says to him I guess Lewis plays with the headset and everything yeah. he said somebody goes hey how about this guy's uh, thing he's got this porn thing where he eats the cum cookie and Lewis said he goes ah because we're all into like weird sex shit man I goes yeah. it's not really because I probably won't talk about it at all and then that kid, I don't know what he heard or however the grapevine or saw it on the subreddit or whatever. I don't know how much he looks at himself like that. Couldn't tell you how he knows. I, by the way, me and Dave Smith, still completely in the dark about any of this. I have no idea. This is Lewis yeah. stuff. Yeah. This um, is Lewis being Lewis. Well, it, just, it just came to Lewis, the information. It could have come to me, I guess. But wait, let me let me say, so like, uh, uh, so that that dude goes ahead and posts. Is that what you want to say? No, I was going to say someone's a real psycho when they uh, when they find themselves without being added, like at when you could, you would come oh, at someone yeah, at yeah, Dan yeah. Soder. If someone like I don't search just Dan Soder because it's yeah. like and in fairness, maybe it was added. Maybe a fan of ours, a fan yeah. of ours may have been like, "Hey, fuck you, dude." And yeah, look this. what I found. Sure. So he goes, uh, he puts out a tweet that says so. Uh, this morning, the Legion of Skanks... Uh, That's what I saw, because Lewis retweeted it. Right, Lewis did a brilliant thing. He goes, Legion of Skanks, uh, quote-unquote, I guess, like, outed him, or like... So, cancel, to, it was like cancel slash trying to shame. cancel me, or harass me, or yeah. shame me, and whatever. But I did a femdom porn... By the way, what's so funny about this, this is what I love. I did a femdom porn with a beautiful, intelligent, whatever lady, and, and this whole thing. Also, my pineapple shit. intake had been severely yeah. up, yeah, he's so like, I he's knew like, I was popping like, some I, sweet sap. And I ate my own cum. Would do it again, whatever. Yeah, I saw that, too. Whatever thing. So... What's great about that is he writes this. He goes, now the Legion of Skanks are trying to do what? Legion of Skanks, by the way, don't even know what's going on right now. Yeah, I don't even Lewis knows. Lewis knows. And Lewis is... The head of Voltron. Has already said, like... <laughs> yeah. uh, well, I forget it. Who cares? Like, it's not, not, it's not that much of a story. 
Um, which, I, I, in my mind, I would argue what it was immediately. I'm surprised Lewis didn't say, oh, yeah, we got to talk about it. I go, yes, we should have talked about that. I, even though I don't know the guy, I'm like, what a great thing to have for somebody who came at us all weird. Like, Dude, if you have not, By the way, not to, sh- to go, it's like, oh, isn't it a great thing just a guy that came at us? Like, we have a the, the laughs of laughing at him eating a cum cookie. Which um, is, is a funny thing to come at someone when you have that ad. Yeah. Com- also, just to say come at someone is fun. Um, that's also a little... That's a little, another little fun thing. A little fun thing, but it's uh, he when he tweeted out like they're doing shame, uh, you know what up, BB girl on uh, Twitter, who's well, well, hilarious. Well, wrote like tell that after because it, oh. well, that goes in line with. I was just gonna say the tweet that she had where you're like you're no, calling. No, no, I, I understand, but you're not saying what happened yet. Yeah. So uh, that Seth kid that fucking. Went to uh, work on Shane and, and us. And yeah, he joined in. There. And he writes, these guys are notorious freak shamers. And they uh, they, they, they do this because shaming people for, for what they do and the weird stuff people are into or whatever. It goes, they, should, they would be kicked to the curb into the business. That's when What's Up BB yeah. Girl wrote. Yeah, she wrote, uh, oh, you mean the podcast where one of them held a flashlight for the other? And there was like a couple other ones. And they made out and yeah. other stuff. Goes, I mean, I'm looking free- at the Christmas card right now that you guys... It's bananas to say we're freak shamers, <laughs> and, and the best part was so Lewis took a picture. So, Lewis took a picture of that whole uh, thing with Seth Simons, and then the kid below it, <laughs> yeah. and, and and he wrote underneath, he goes, "Dance for us, nerds," which yeah. I thought was such a brilliant uh, post because you're just like, we're also none of us care. No. Uh, everybody, we, when this story, when I saw it, that's what the first thing my instinct was just to give. I want to tell you a thing I didn't tell you yet. Was I was like, oh, this is something funny. Is we'll watch this and we'll laugh at it, and then we'll uh, say how ridiculous we make fun of his body and whatever he looks like and the whole yeah. thing. And then uh, and then we'll probably cum. tell tell the stories of the times we've tried our own cum, whether it be accidental or a purpose or how multiple times it could have been. You know what I mean? Like, and tell our stories and laugh at ourselves. And it would have been like not like a, a thing that would have been like. Burying him the one. But when he even posted this thing about being femdom, I always realized that when you live in that world, this is what I want to start getting into the grand explanation of what we find out soon Sure. in the story. But uh, in this world, you live in this very insular world of uh, of having to do right all the time. Even when he's going, no one has said a word even about him being in a porn, like porn so anti-woman and blah, blah, blah. He's already doing, I did a porn. Femdom? They were calling me a faggot. <laughs> I ate my own coat. Well, and the that's girl was the, so, and you're, that's you're, the you're already defending that. I go, I don't give a shit about what you're even, I don't care about the whole thing. But that's the that's like the woke version of doing the uh, bar fight story where you're like, three guys, two of them had nunchucks, yeah. one of them had a blade. They come at me he's now. defending a thing that I'm like, I don't, Give a shit, dude. Yeah. I don't care about any of this other than the laugh. Like, oh, the guy that was shitty about us, we have him eating a cum cookie. I want to laugh at that. That's well, funny. That's what care. sucks is that's the uh, that's the unfunny part of it. And I think that's like where the unfunny, when, when people look at Legion of Skanks and they don't understand the uh, being, fu- or, you know, they don't share the same humor or whatever, sure. whatever it is, whatever the fucking reason is, whatever the re- reason they don't find you funny. My mom, then, who I love dearly, would not enjoy the work on Legion of Skanks. But Legion of Skanks is like a funny thing where it's like, let's take the most fucked up shit and make fun of it with fucked up jokes. But it's always like there as a joke to be funny yes. and to make fun of it. So that's what it always blows my mind when people. And people like, you know, uh, Bird Poet and this other guy, what they like to do is they like to take 
they Ozzy Osbourne your guys' thing, and they're like, it's evil. Little kids are hanging themselves. Like they do with Judas yeah. Priest or whatever they do. They're yeah. like, this is right wing. We've made that joke on this show a couple times where I said, remember the first one we did was tell people that he was emancipated? <laughs> Which, by the way, a camper put that on an Instagram photo of mine, and people that just like billions that follow me always get... There's, dude, there's, there's been three instances they of that. asking you if you were actually emancipated. Well, the guy wrote, oh, you know he was emancipated at 14, and then the guy wrote, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? What the fuck did you dude, say? Dude, I've, I've seen and, that on and, many uh, opposed with things, and he goes, oh, you know, I hear he was emancipated. He was 13. <laughs> I, love, I love those long-term fucking but then jokes, they, uh, But then also, we talked about that on the show, about how the new one is to say, like, you know that guy's, like, super right-wing. That guy's, like, crazy right-wing. And you're like, What? And you're he like, goes, oh yeah, yeah. Over the like pro life, like, pro life, super right wing. You goes, wouldn't think of it because of jokes. I mean, pro life, fucking, uh, just put everybody you know, in jail. It's like mandatory minimum, right? Like, <laughs> mandatory minimum sentences. Like hard, hardcore right wing. And like, <laughs> wow, this is the funny. And thing then when they, do go, in when they go, like racist, and you go, hmm? I don't know, man. Shoe fits. <laughs> you want to call? Everybody goes, racist. Yeah. Hmm? Just doing that hmm? in entertainment is like the new communist thing. You know, you go, you know, he's like right wing. Start a know? black, start a blacklist. Yeah, they go, what the fuck? But Sam Morell, he seems like a, like a super liberal New York Jew. He goes, I know. You'd think he would be. I don't oh, know I what know. happened. I don't know when he took a. I think he plays it up. I think he plays it up in front of the camera. I don't know when he took a left or you know even, a right. Yeah, but even joking around about that is the same thing as they're like that was in the eighties where they're like you know he worships Satan. Yeah. Like, they would try to get you with that. Like, you know, he worships. You know, he's like a Satan worshiper. And now if you're like, you know, he worships Satan, they're like, well, that's pretty chill. It's like a, you know, are you in like. Uh, it's true. Are, the Church of Satan is like yeah. a fucking, it's like a hipster thing. Yeah. Well, they're also like, I'm pagan. So I get that. That's like really chill. I, I pray <laughs> yeah, to the wind really God. But it's not the same thing. Of course not. It is age, though, just seeing it before. And that's what, you know, that's what did, you know, start to feel cool about just what was happening with comedy is I'm like, I remember this happening with Marilyn Manson in the 90s. Like, I remember this happening with music and other art. And it seems so foolish that, like, society would still be attacking art in this way. And but I know it's weird for you guys to think of it's, yourself as artists, as comics. Comedy, but I mean, like, but comedy's on, making man. fun. What's great, about, what's great about comedy, though, is comedy's able to make fun of the world world imploding on comedy that's like yeah. it's the only thing that can kind of answer itself like there's not much music like stop trying to censor his music it just they do the music that's like dirty if it's dirty and it gets censored or it doesn't or they play it or they don't like is that crazy to think like in the 90s that cardi b um i just watched that today megan the stallion uh, well that video wet ass pussy which is awesome. <laughs> what an awesome name. <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous. But Jay says like Lil' Kimish, where I feel like we almost haven't seen that since then. I'm yeah. like, these chicks are fucking going for it. Yeah. And Cardi B just has pasties over her nipples at one point. Look like, at her that. Her tits are but out. You think about that? It's like a strip video. It's crazy. And the only guy that like tried to censor it was Ben Shapiro. And he was just like mocked openly where he's like reading the lyrics, which was really mm -hmm. funny. He goes, your wet ass P word. He's just like <laughs> saying it. And it's like, dude, that's so, because you look dorky on the other end. But I I'm saw, saying, I think I saw it. I think they're calling it wet ass gushy. Yeah. It's, there's a radio edit too. And apparently the radio edit gets even more, you know, sometimes when they take out the curse words, it becomes even more dirty. Yeah, because it becomes like the 40s yeah. where they're like, oh, I'm thinking Shut about Shut your big fat hammer yeah. in my gushy. Yeah. And you're like, oh, no. But that's like how they used to write around sex in like the 40s or whatever. It sounds much more like, and I take a flower. 
<laughs> with my stinger. <laughs> like, ew, ew, just Pollination. Pollination. But what people don't like, people can take Legion of Skanks. They tried to do that with that Seth Simon article where we called your Mima. You said it, honey. You said it, honey. You said it, honey. But Love they try to take it and they're like, we joke around about that right wing thing, but they are actually doing it not in a joking way. They're doing it in like a very like, this could fuck his shit up. Let's do it. Yes. And and so, so the whole reason being is so this guy has been on the divide since Skanks booked Milo at the at the creek and he's he's been a divide, he's been a, a nemesis of Lewis's for a little bit. And this video comes out, he says that Legion of Skanks are gonna shame him. They they don't Lewis gets into it with him. Lewis does his own thing, but Lewis is gonna do his own thing. Turns out, I find out, and I'm gonna let you tell the story, that uh, obviously, Ari Shafir works with the Dance Oder Super PAC, Super PAC, but there's not a clear transparency because it's Ari Shafir. He's going to sure. do what Ari Shafir does. On the walk home, he tells you and Christine and Lewis that, yeah, he tells me, Christine and Lewis, because I said, dude, a part of me thought and was kind of hoping that when you were going to surprise us with your, you know, your third member of your cabinet, it was going to be the dude from the video that we're having this world because we're making fun of the thing and he should come out because by the way what we point out is on Legion of Skanks Ari Shafir has eaten a cum cookie yes. that we swore to him almost certainly had cum in it yeah he ate it and then we were made aware shortly after he goes in fact yes Ari the, the last week's episode was almost entirely about eating cum cookies yeah and somebody sent us cookies this week you get why our fans our fans would do this. So they would come and he's in the like, cookies. Shut up! And he just kept eating it, and he ate a cum cookie. And we go, wouldn't it be awesome if this dude came out and emerged? This guy that had the problem with Lewis, it showed up like, as Ari Secretary we're running of on State. the cum cookie ticket. We're doing this. He would have gotten uh, a, a pop, uh, an unbelievable pop. Now, and Lewis, but I just know these people. Lewis would have uh, buried a hatchet immediately, right there. Buried a hatchet. This is the guy that got like in, in each other's face before. Yeah. Lewis would have buried the hatchet. He would have shown something that I'm like, oh, when it, when it was said, I was like, oh, I wish somebody probably would have asked. I swear to you in my heart of hearts, I was like, ah, if somebody would have asked, he probably would have like come done it. Because that's your comedic instinct. Because he, like, he would have come done it. I go, they run this thing. He comes in with Lewis. I go, he'll get up. And, and, uh, and Ari said that he reached out, actually. And he goes, like, let me think about it. To his credit, he was like, let me think about it. So it wasn't an immediate no, I guess. But like he did a... Uh, but he ultimately said no. He's like, I don't want to support what those guys are doing or whatever. So the thing about that, and Christine said it. I hope you don't mind me saying Christine out there. And she just goes, and Lewis said the same words today. Was like, do you know this? And he did know. And he goes, yeah, dude, he's not funny. And that's what I'm missing with all this stuff. When I'm watching yeah. it come down, I go, you get why you can't explain to anybody that it's funny. If they just go, it's like they, you just you don't understand funny. You actually don't yeah. get the sem like yeah. the 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 science of humor. Like it it it, it well, misses you somehow because I'm like, why would you not? Even if, if you never talked to to uh, talked it, if you never talked Listen, to us I'll again, I'll give you talked it all you want. I know you will. You know me. Uh, if you uh, never talked to us again, ever, yeah. and go back to right away saying goes, I'm going to go back to shit. You just come for that moment. You get to think. Everyone that night will be cool. It wouldn't become a, a, a fight. Lewis, you know, even Lewis would have played it up like he would have ultimately understood. He goes, dude, in some capacity, he would have had to go like, dude, that was like great. 
radio. That was a great podcast. I goes, promise you. Thanks for coming. That was like actually forget. Go back to Haiti and we'll go fuck you, fuck you, and let's get in different cars. But like tonight, like that was a cool move. And he goes, yeah, there's like, even for the sake of that. You don't understand. He goes, it's just the funniest thing. Dude, when I was having the weird thing with Kevin Brennan, when, when we were at Sirius, yeah, I, we walked I, in I'm on both sides. In. Yeah. It makes me nervous and uncomfortable to do that. It makes yeah. me go, it's going to be the funniest thing to go there and just be like, because that's not my personality. I'd be getting there and go, <sighs> he goes, Kevin, what the fuck is your problem? You know, so I'm like, yeah. I'm really going to do a thing and he might go really dark. Well, I don't know if he's going to be like shitty for real. And then when he was it cool, was like, I was like, oh, we're both just fucking dorks who don't want to be in a real fight, man. Like, yeah. What was doing? my favorite is you guys are walking out because we went over there on a break yeah. from Bonfire fire and as we we're going back to go back into our studio he's like oh i was just starting to feel better about the whole thing <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah it's hilarious dude you made it's just laugh. like because it's like because kevin's funny so it's he's like, funny and i don't want to say here's the thing about the the person we're talking about is that my understanding of this guy i'm like he was a guy that was like in the comedy mix like this isn't somebody and not so much the club scene but i mean he was like working with people, and people knew him, and he came out of Austin. So I'm like, why is he this trying may have to open for me at some point? I guess, uh, he's somebody that could have very well no, no, been booked on the festival. Have worked with me, and I had no problem with him. That's why I'm saying I'm like entertaining fans. Thing, I don't get this whole the like guy that I got into the thing with outside the comedy thing, the roast battle thing was one yeah. of the guys that was gonna, that I got and, and talked to him. You know what I mean? And, and I they didn't get I didn't get his face necessarily, but I was like, I told him I was like, if you guys come and attack us. For having uh, Milo on as a, as a guest to talk, uh, I'm going to beat you up. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're the person I'm going to come for. I know who you are. And what's fucking crazy, the irony of the whole thing, talk about people understanding at least humor. I'm not uh, standing up in someone's corner or having, I don't know enough about Milo, the political problem thing that he's in in his world. Sure. Forever to know, to go, if I stand behind this guy on his beliefs or anything. All I'll tell you that I do understand. Is this guy a surprise to everybody except Lewis? Lewis, who will go for the distance, and I love his surprise, was to make his third-party cabinet Milo Yiannopoulos, yeah. who just emerged in a fucking tiger print robe. Leopard. And, le- yeah, leopard robe, and, and just like, you know, I mean, dressed like, you know, like he's going to murder his wife on a sailboat. Yeah. And, crown. You know, gay as could be, wearing a crown. Mm-hmm. And a boat, yeah, eating Funyuns and drinking champagne out of a bottle, and just roasted all of us. What pieces of shit we all were. Said he wanted to actually sabotage Lewis and, and, and not do it, but like because there's really no... He just roasted all of us. He goes, because there's no other clear choice. I got to go for Lewis. And then he sat there with us and did the last like 30 minutes of the show and just like plays along, read an ad read for us, did this whole thing and play. And he's, he's a dick. He's a bitch to all of us. Now, several times he would like, laugh with me. I would say things. We were making him laugh and shit. And he would say something political or something you're like... Was what I'd be like, what? <laughs> you know, or, or something. I don't know what he's talking about. Or my point is, when it was all over, and he was like, "Oh, you guys are dreadful," and blah blah. And we go, "Thank you. We'll see you next week on Legion of Skanks." He's right away. He's like, "Thank you for having me. That was so fun." And it's just, and he's just all I could tell you is, he comes and plays a thing to be funny. Yeah. He hams up the whole thing he does, and he goes for. How could I say that guy is not a better com- comedic mind than the dude who did this porno? Well, you're like, come on, dude, you have to get... And then, by the way, all he would have done if he would have came, even that, we probably would have ended up... He would have been leaving. None of us knew that Milo was coming. He would have been like, oh, yeah. you shanghaied me to bring my... It's like, why do you hate this guy, really? It's like, it's like yeah. shake, meet him. Well, you're afraid to meet... What's interesting, man, is like uh, direct conflict is, is really... Um, 
is really made to look dangerous now as opposed to what it always used to be was how you worked through something because there was no internet. You couldn't do like, the internet's like the greatest passive aggressive tool ever made where you're like, I wrote something about you and you're like, what is it? It's like, it's on the internet. Well, what did you you say about me? I'm going to see you tomorrow. Yeah, and you're like, just say it to my face and they're like, is that the energy you're going to bring? You're going to bring, just say it to my face? You're like, no, just like, Let's have the conversation. <laughs> Buddy, I'm, as we sit here right now, and by the time this comes out, we'll probably know. I'll, I, I wouldn't even say it, but like, uh, I have a, like somebody who like, it's going through some is stuff. going through some shit. And like, I'm sure I've made jokes about, but like, I've never said anything about, like, I agree. You know, I don't know the yeah. story. You know, I mean, I don't know, like, anything. Oh, so it's like, but I go, I have to make a phone call tonight. It might be one of those, like, hey, why would you say? And I really have to explain to a cop person, too, like, oh, dude, like, really. I'm not trying to sandbag you at all. Like we're kidding with anything we say. We and we constantly say we have no idea what happened. Like, you know what I mean? Like, well, yeah, that's I a never, fucking, that's a situation. This is like sometimes. I think well, how uh, could you, dude? If somebody uh, accused you of doing something, you as well as I know you, the best I could do is go. I'd be blown away as you are, but someone swearing that he did it. Yeah. So I go. I, my guess is my guess would be if you had to make me lay the house is that this woman's lying, but you go like did Dan uh, definitely not do this? I go, yeah, I don't, th- I don't think he did, man. But then he goes, I guess we have to wait for this result and yeah. find out if he did. Yeah, that's a that's a situation where you're in where jokes are going to be made. I think what's weird is in comedy now you're also running the risk of when you make jokes people can. Uh, because there's so many subdivisions everywhere, people are like, "Well, this joke was a shot at this," and you're like, "No, it's just a joke." Sometimes it's sometimes it's just a joke. Funny, sometimes it's Tony Hinchcliffe. I'd say is as a good a friend as I could have in LA. You know, what I mean, like we're yeah. we're friends uh, who live that far apart from each other for sure, buddy. If the accus if if some legitimate looking accusations came my direction ever. I would have to assume the LA guys would go to work on me a little bit, busting yeah. balls. I or don't say if they, if they think if if they all believe I didn't do it. You gotta like acknowledge the situation at least. Yeah, man, I mean? it goes to. I always say that the, the, it the, goes the, to what is your what is your main obligation in comedy. There well, are a lot of people, but we we talk about the Delia stuff in the sense of just going like, "Hey, man, it's all coming out of this thing." It goes, eh, "Some of this stuff doesn't look good," but when it was like. When it came to that, it goes, yeah, it looks like actually it's all nothing. Just seems like girls that he's not nice to after he fucks sometimes, and, and yeah. they're like bitchy yeah. about with that, you know, and, and pissy and moaning about like how he treated them, like, like because he was not like a hey, move in and marry me. Like, yeah. We have to acknowledge that, but we made a zillion jokes. <laughs> but the, that's that's I think the whole point is that uh, there's like what's weird about comedy now is I think it's more successful or it's it's the most lucrative it's ever been, especially pre-COVID. With like the amount of money, how many people were making good money, how many people had all these like weird different things they were doing to make money. And so what you do is you cast a wider net. And listen, I know like, this, I'm sorry if this is like too inside comedy. I know some people are like, guys, just be funny and watch videos. But I'm saying like, let's start with the rule of threes. <laughs> yeah, that's what you want to go into. That is, I would say, the most important rule. Then read the common Bible. The common misdirection. <laughs> now, voices with Dan Soder, our masterclass. My, what I'm saying is, because comedy is so lucrative, and there's so many, there's podcasts, there's people. People don't have to just be good at stand up. Stand up can just be a thing that you make a lot of money off of because you have a popular podcast or because you do other things. Mm-hmm. 
point being is not everyone that's in comedy's main obligation is to be funny. So when you bump into something like Legion of Skanks, which it's 98% funny. It's 2%. Let's be offensive and piss people off. I don't know about that. I'd probably go 90-10. 90 funny, 10%. I, genuine, I swear to you, and I mean this, I know that there is collateral damage of people being pissed off at it. Yeah. I do understand that. But I'm telling you, my goal in it is 100% to make people laugh. And genuinely, listen, as kumbaya as it sounds, and all laugh together, dude, I'm not, I don't, I'm not blown away when I have uh, black people, men and women, uh, 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 many, many of each, like on my social media stuff, like, hey man, love your stuff, whatever. Like, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, like, wow, those people really have crossed over. Like, you shouldn't be upset, but it's nonsense what I'm saying. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'd love you'd be my favorite part. I love to have black people. If there's no black people in my audience, dude, it's so boring. Like they bring such a life to the fucking uh, genuinely real mayonnaise oh, crowd. Just black. If it's just all white, dude, that's the worst crowd. That's why I want my I'm young going, white, all young white. Would I'm be going all older Mexican. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I want all. I want people that are like, why do we like this? I'm just pandering, just doing Lopez bits. Where I go, it's crazy, man. Growing up, you know, my mom was all like, Daniel, you're gonna play with your toys. I wish I had an abuela to be like, hey, get in the yard. And they're like, what I, are you buying? I, so I like, said to my mama, I said, Mama, they're going to build a wall, and she said, Yes, Jorge, but guess who gets to build it? You stole that, dude. You stole like that from Ari. The other side, like you stole the other perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But guess who? Stole. It's just a positive thing. But guess who gets to build but, it? All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we will come right back. We're hanging out together, together. It's the bonfire. Face-to-face episode. We're playing footsie right now. It's one of those kissing distances. <laughs> this is the only job I could have that's stable. It's just being fucking wild. Oh, with your willy, no use of the N-word? Of course. <laughs> You couldn't my, work at a bank with those with those beliefs you have, Dan. Nazi Dan. <laughs> with all of my Third Reich propaganda <laughs> posters that I'd put up in my cubicle. A comic that behaves like this, it's the same way almost just as an audience member where you just want to be like, it's not for you, dude. Yeah. That's it. It's just not for you. Like, Something can be not for Your life's you. not, whatever it is, like this isn't lining up where it's like you don't go as dark as I this. Would, you don't think you that this is a problem. I would probably yeah, say 90. For you. Sorry. I'd probably say 95% of stand-up comedy is not for me. Sure. Oh yeah. Ninety. At this point, ninety uh, yeah. percent of stand-up comedy is not at for least. me. At least. At least. And then it's the ten percent that I really, really enjoy. You covet. I covet. It, yeah. It's huge. But I'm telling you, if you would have seen the discipline, it was getting whacked in the face with an answer that I've been looking for. When Christine said that, and then when Lewis complied, and she was like, "They're not." Fine. I go, "Oh, you see, I'm always in the. I'm like, oh the." Like a comic has to understand fun, like the, the the shittiest thing. You have to understand the funny in it. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. li- listen, it's the same reason why I said, well, I couldn't wrap my brain around this when I asked even that Seth Simons guy. I'm like, well, why don't I, like, I, do, I will sit and do like a, 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 a back and forth with you in front of your audience and do the thing. And, and I said simply because like the idea is like, dude, if I get your, your audience to laugh at all, mm-hmm. I've won the whole argument. Yeah. 
No, so say whatever you want to say about whatever you think I believe or whatever the fuck you think I am. Yeah. Pro life, save those babies. Yeah. <laughs> You're a huge Second <laughs> Amendment, small government. Yeah, like what, I don't, I don't even know what I am on any of those things. If Jay's what, for more statues, Jay listen, wants us to put statues of the statues. I'm a conversation with anybody who sounds smarter than me away from thinking we need complete government control or we need to fucking run wild in the streets it depends who i'm talking to in the moment they can sell me on that i just don't care about that yeah. i really do i don't know I, I feel a little bit sometimes like how i said it was describing that joe montana was like a dullard yeah uh except for football thing where i'm just like oh man like i'm always at the saddest fucking thing dude i'm gonna think something funny when my Grandmother passes away. Mm -hmm. I'm some, there's something will funny will come of the whole thing. You know what I mean? I have had when we moments. went to her goddamn uh, nursing home. I cried that day. Also made a whole bunch of jokes about like being like the Exorcist three, like the nursing home just being evil and like <laughs> yeah. how everyone's like, like zombies talking to you. And because I think there is machines. <laughs> and I've, I've 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 always thought that there is like that. And people have, other people have talked about it. Those two schools of comedy. There's the people that learn how to write jokes and be funny, and then there's the people that just like need to be funny because it's the tension release that they have in their life. And it's like I remember when I got robbed in Tucson. We went to Bison Witches, which is like my favorite sandwich place, and I'm wearing swim trunks as underwear. I'm in like you know fucking cargo shorts. I have two different socks. They stole all my laundry. Mm -hmm. I'm in like my 20th best t-shirt i'm sitting there eating lunch just making fun of the whole situation my buddy's like how are you being funny right now an hour ago you were hogtied and had a gun to your head and you're like yeah because this is how i release the pressure like what yeah. do you want me to be sad should i be scared i should i just be should i just be staring you at are those things sure but i think more than anything i was like dude i honestly and this just might be the, my piece of shit brain I remember my dad died, and my mom was like, you get a week off school. Like, you don't have to go to school for a week. And I was like, yes. I was like 14, and I was like, sweet. And I was just sitting around bullshitting, and my friend's like, are you okay? And you're like, probably not. But right now, I'm, I'm joking around about shit and making fun of everything. I told you the thing. I had the meltdown uh, after me and Kareem had those guys yeah. fucking pull a gun on us. and I. Uh, but, I mean, it's like the closing joke on one of my... yeah. Well, that's the, you know what I'm saying? It's like the so. Whole thing the whole point is like the reason we're we're talking about this is I think if that guy would, well, you guys like, know how great we are. Yeah, yes. How much we covet our craft. Listen, I can't corner Black Lou all the time and tell him my process. <laughs> so now I have to have you guys do it. But it's uh, if this guy, Block Jacob, in with two arms, yeah, buddy. Let me tell you how I just constructed my newest closer. <laughs> Jacob goes, oh, man, I'm supposed to meet up with somebody. <laughs> and you go, no, 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 no. So here's the real story. <laughs> yeah, here's the comedy I pulled out of. <laughs> I think the reason I'm saying this is like, if that guy would have had comedic instincts that were sharper, he would have been like, oh, man, let me go ear hole him, show up. Fugle Sang is the best example I can bring up of that. We set him up perfectly to be a running villain on the show. Mm -hmm. On the bonfire. You, we joked around that he called you a fat piggy, that he liked me. There could have been a split between us. He could us. have kept calling us. You know, you your Trump supporter fans. Right? He goes, you just could kept, kept going with that. That's kept going funny. with that. But also, like, we opened him up to a point where it could have been such a funny bit of, like, me being flattered to death and being like, nah, man, he's a good dude. You should listen to him. He's like, he calls Leaving me a fat pig. Leaving notes in the green room? Yeah. 
just like leaving notes for you in the green room or something like that. Yeah, he, goes, yeah. he left flowers for me. He's like, congrats on the I go, oh my like, god, he left me a pack of Mike and Ike's. <laughs> he goes, Jay, he gave you this cigar box full of dried dog turds yeah, for you. Yeah. Oh, that's weird, Jay. He gave me uh, a bunch of stacker four fat you, burner. But if you remember the day started one time, we went in there. Genuinely, I was like, that guy's like a dick to me, and he's like. Not today, and then they leave all this trash, and then we went on the air one day, and I really went to fucking, like, work on him pretty good, but, like... In a funny way. We went to work on him, doing impressions of him, making fun... Making fun laughing at me through his... Do you know what I'm yeah. saying? So Mo- I was actually... I just remember him going, move it, piggot. Yeah, pig but, it. I was, yeah but I'm saying I was actually, like, I was actually, like, annoyed, you know, sure. as much as I was with, like, Karen or whatever, like, we are just kind of like, it's kind of shitty behavior. Um... Even that weird annoyance, like I knew still it's not that serious, and it's funnier just to make it a thing. Yes. And that's what I'm saying. So this guy from this vi- this video, it, it, it literally, that's what I said, took the wind out of my sails. I was like, oh, man, there's people that get through the cracks here that just don't even understand, like, the language of funny, man. Like, sometimes just do the funniest thing. It would have been such a cathartic healing thing. And I'm not saying that in any kind of concession on my end, like... This moron needs to have different priorities in life. Because be yeah. known for fucking being funny if this is what your world is, man. Yeah. And that's a mistake. Because if he has people that I've even heard he is, like, associated or friends with, I'm like, you got some funny people in your world, dude. It's like, why? I don't hear anybody talking about I only hear his name attached to bad. And what sucks is for as much as I guess he hates, what I, you know, Legion of Skanks. I don't know what he feels about me personally or my... I don't know. I have no idea. I had no discussion with the guy. But, like, whatever he feels about my thing personally, it's like... I, his view, my view of him is he's a guy who like whines about social justice, which looks fucking like half cocked anyway, you know, and like, uh, and he fights with Lewis because he comes at our show, and, and he definitely knows that Legion of Skanks. He's heard people say it's funny. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. he's had like he he does this. I, I don't. I have no association to him with funny at all, other than like trying it's, to stop funny. I'll always say it's the same thing as like what I love about Skanks is the same thing I love about Kurt Metzger. It's the same thing I love. It's like where you see people. Well, that, this is a network show. We're, we're on the fence about Kurt. We'll come back <laughs> yeah. to you. I feel about Kurt. No, no, no. no. I was on this podcast recently, and we have some good ideas now. <laughs> We've been cooking up some things. I fucking love. I, my point being is like when you see someone, and that's my new, obviously my new high sentence is my point being. I think I've said it fucking nine times. Keep taking shots if I say it. It's a new drinking game. I'm real big on if I'm being completely honest. I okay. say that a lot too much. We're uh, we're listen. We're learning how to correct out of studio, but I would say. I loved being at the taping of White Precious and yeah. watching audience fillers that definitely don't know who Kurt Metzger is <laughs> start dying laughing watching Metzger kill. And I love when I see people that are Skanks fans that you would have never guessed are Skanks fans. Uh, yeah. And they come up to me after a show and I'm probably like, ah, this guy likes billions. And he's like, dude, Legion of Skanks. And you're like, what's up? What's up? You get it. This fucking guy gets it. Because it is. It's like, oh, you get funny. And, like, watching Shane deal with all... Shane got hit with a tsunami of them, getting canceled from SNL. He got hit with all the unfunnies just collapsing on him, being like, this guy's a racist. And you're like, he would... None of you are a tenth as funny as he is. And you know that. Yeah. That's why they go Deep so down, big they know that. They, they actually... I, never, I didn't hear this guy a year ago, and now he's getting a thing that we all sort of want. Why? And you're like, he can't be that funny. And you're like... Then yeah, they convince themselves that, that, like, yeah, you go, he is that funny. So you go, 
Well, he's probably a racist then. Yeah, they, they say that like he's stooped to a whole new low, like low to be funny when really it's just, no, he's just funnier well, that's, than you. That's, that's all it is. is he can You just, understand he's going to be funny he's if he's talking to your grandmother and not cursing. Yes. He's going to be funny because he lives funny. He's, his thoughts are funny. That's exactly the point. Is he like, texts funny. Coming, he's he coming from the, a point of being funny all the time. And it's yeah. like you can't... like. Oftentimes, the criticism that we receive in our regular lives, what I get, is like, hey, can you not joke around about this? Like, hey, can you... That, that's actually like the problem that becomes in my life where like people I'm close to are like... I, I know you're. I know you're doing a bit right now. Like Katie will be like, I know you're doing a bit, and I love it. But we actually have to talk about this. I'm like, yeah, man, it'd be funny if this happened. <laughs> no, yeah, fighting with a comic, you either get funny or defensive. You're yeah. like, well, this is productive. Yeah. I'm like, we should. Yeah, we're babies. We should bring in a professional. I'm not saying we're not but babies. You've I'm learned saying. some very colorful words. Exactly. But yeah, yeah I, I can I, phrase I, and I, insult. Also, <laughs> to, to bring a wrap to this thing. Also, we're done, which is crazy. Yeah. Uh, just to say that it was—it's very disheartening, man. It is. I, I, that's a bummer. That, that because if that would have been such a epic moment uh, of Legion of Skanks, it, it's just like uh, you know the villain of that situation coming out and being like and going with Ari Shafir, and, and it just would have been like. It yeah. would have been topped awesome, by dude. the Milo, like then Milo coming out and being there for that. It would have been like we didn't even know this was going to happen, dude. Like we didn't Crazy. even know. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, I. I do not know if I co-sign all of Milo's things. Dan says I should. He says he's behind him 110%. I, I mean, I, I, all I do, I fall asleep to that guy's books on tape. <laughs> I talk about how I just really with Milo, I go, a gay, a Jewish gay immigrant married to a black man was labeled a Nazi. And it just Listen, feels so off to me. This that, right like, wing. researching him is The Nazi's an acronym. Fun. Neutral. Yeah. Awesome. I'm like, yeah. he showed up at Skinks in a crown Zebra and declared head. himself the queen. <laughs> you, uh, I'm going to stop this right wing suck off fest and let everyone know that I think you guys are satanic worshippers mm -hmm. who and Milo's the devil. Hang on, I just gotta give a message before we get uh, out of here today. Let's kill yourself. Let's kill yourself backwards. Listen to the bonfire backwards. You gotta do you gotta do satanic when you're doing your voices like <laughs> So you take away the words, it's almost impossible to fucking do those voices. It's yeah. tough. Fuck. I found your kryptonite, dude. God, I just found if I say your name backwards, it sends you back to the phantom realm. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, give me a little danger feel backwards. <laughs> hey, how did I get this hey, hey, what are you doing here, kid? I'm like, oh my god, you're actually Rodney Dangerfield. Hey, you've been saying a lot of things that I haven't been meaning. Dangerfield in the Phantom Zone? Oh, no, he goes, uh, hey, Zod. Hey, last time I checked, I, uh, hey, I never made it with a big woman before. I wanted to be with a gal. I said, hey, you're stuck in that phantom prison. Those aren't good odds. <laughs> Offer Zod money to fuck the chick. Hey, Zod. Hey, Zod. You ever had a Cadillac? <laughs> Why don't you let me have the big woman? Hey. Oh, I hate that we're not together all the time doing this show. <laughs> yeah, I've never had a Kryptonian pussy. <laughs> um, go to thebonfire.com or go to the cc.com slash thebonfire at thebonfiresxm uh, youtube.com slash thebonfire BigJComedy.com DanSoder.com We fucking love you guys We're off our diet We're about to eat 
starts tonight. Mm -hmm. Piggy.